shout out to Coppish. Shout out to Coppish, guys. All the good work the up. two legends, Emil Heskey, Howard, Howard Gell. Can't get much better than that, guys. Yeah. You know what to do now. Like, comment, subscribe. I'm with legends, guys. Coppish. <laughs> <laughs> Hello lovely people, hope you're well and welcome to another Monday Night Live. It is the first Monday of May, bless up to everyone. First and foremost, Eid Mubarak to all the brothers and sisters celebrating Eid today. Hope you had a fantastic day. You guys are the real MVPs after, I think, was it 30 odd days of fasting, etc. Big up to yourselves, big up to yourselves. Drift, how you doing, bro? Yeah, uh... Come see, come sir. You know. Yeah, not the ideal results over the weekend, apart from ours, obviously. But um Yeah, the weekend now. of football messed me up a little bit. Um, in terms of like it's not how I wanted to go. Although I kind of knew how it, that was how it was gonna go. So I made a little change of it. So it helped me to be a little bit okay. You know. So you bet on Man City to win. I had a triple bet on, yeah. I had Man City, Everton and Arsenal all to win and a triple um accumulator, yeah. And I just I just knew it was gonna happen. And I left Tottenham out in case they did a Tottenham, but they won. I could have had even more money if I'd have flanked Tottenham in there, but you know, fun them teams, man. Fun but I might as well make some money off of City winning, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? And if they don't win, I paid for their loss, bro. It's all good in the hood, bro. I fun them lot, man. Matt, what are you saying? Bless man, I just listened to the conversation about Man City winning and and Arsenal as well. Me personally, I just, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done it personally. I wouldn't have bet on them because I just don't even want to give them, as Drift would say, like, you know, like luck, the luck or whatever. So I purposely stayed away from all betting and all that this week specifically, only because I thought Leeds were going to do something. Then after the first goal winning, I was like, yeah, business as usual, isn't it? Like, Man City are going to just roll them over, isn't it? But... I shall tell you when I knew it was done in that game when Dallas broke his leg. Yeah. Oh, shit, is it a break? Yeah. yeah. But do you, know, do you know what? Just He's quickly done. touching on that. He's done. Obviously, I'm not going to wish injury on anyone, and I feel it for the guy. You could see how much agony he was in. But yeah. I know I keep on going back to it, and I must sound like a broken record. That challenge doesn't happen if the referee is on point. Like, I don't know if you guys watched the game, but I, I probably watched up until that point. And some of the tackles that were flying in, some of the things that he was letting go, I was just like, there's letting the game go and, and letting have, have the game have a little flow. But there's a point where you're like, no, no, I've got to nip this in the bud because someone's going to get hurt. Had Dallas had picked up a yellow card before that or had been given a proper talking to by the referee, that wouldn't have happened. And it's getting to the point now where referees, it's like, who's actually watching over these referees to say, you see in that game, yeah, this, this, this and happened. Like, what was the reasoning behind it? And you know, this can't happen again, right? Like, forget about the game and sportsmanship. Like, there's a player safe, there's player safety at hand here. And we saw it in the Leeds game earlier this season when Harvey Elliott got his ankle um, dislocated. Mm. Uh, that was a that kept on happening because the tackles were getting worse and worse because the Man United game, the 5-0, Curtis Jones gets kicked by Ronaldo, a yellow card. You get flipping, Bruno Fernandes takes out 
Curtis Jones by the byline, a yellow card. Pogba over the ball took out Naby. Yellow card then got to VAR to be a red card. Naby comes off the pitch injured. It's like it makes no sense what they're trying to do. There is no logic to what they're doing. It's not like they're saying we're letting the game try and flow a bit more. It's just it's almost just seems like a scattergun approach. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if you saw the game or the build up to it and all that. What's your guys' thoughts on it? Oh, once it went one 0 I stopped watching, bro. Hundred like every every Man City game that's on TV. If I'm even bothered to watch, as soon as they go one 0 up, I just turn off. I don't watch pussy holes winning, so I just I just switch off. But I, what you're talking about with the tackle thing, um, with the yellow cards and stuff, I fully get what you mean. The only thing I will say is when Harvey broke his leg, everybody watched that happen. And I've watched countless challenges this season of the exact same nature. So sometimes I don't think people care or they just get caught up in a moment anyway. So I think it, I think it can go either way. Because a player know you can break legs and they're still flying in with crazy tackles. Um, but yeah, the ref has to stamp his authority at the beginning, 100%. Yeah. Hey, look, let's not act like we haven't had our fair share of like tackles. I mean, the one Mane did at the weekend, again, I don't think it's a red card, but I can understand why some would be in a little bit of an uproar because it was a bit of a follow-through. But at the same time... You on the goalkeeper, the... are we talking about yeah. the one on the goal? Yeah, goalies yeah. get that all the time because that's the nature of the game, though, and people have got... They can't not go for it to give the goalie a break. That's a goal is what football's about. So. No, I, no, I hear that, but it's still, it was still high and he caught him. Like not every red tack, not every red card is a purposeful tackle. Sometimes it's just a red card. So I can understand why some might have looked at that and thought he's lucky to stay on. I personally, after watching it back, I think he was lucky to stay on. I don't think he meant it, but I think he was lucky to stay on. If that happened against us, I'd be thinking should that have been a red card as well. Uh, I wouldn't, but I get your point. Even if that happened to Allison. Yeah, it has happened to Ali, and I've never screamed someone should be sent off. I've not seen that happen to Ali. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm, I can't I remember exactly. I'm not talking about this season. I'm saying I'm just seeing people like because that's that's just football, bro. Strikers have got to go for the ball. Do you know what I mean? Know, that's just the nature foul, of the game. Though. It's still a foul. No, I'm not saying it's not a foul, but I think a red card is about intent. I truly do. I think you can't because remember I stood there and said that the guy shouldn't have been sent off for the tackle on Elliot. I think it was, I do think it was harsh, but he broke his leg. I get why the ref did it, but I, I don't think a tackle that's unintentional should be a red, just purely for the fact that red a red card, it, it kind of has to be you you deliberately did what you were trying to do. I, I think you, you can accidentally disagree. hurt people disagree. all the time. No, but no, I get what you're saying. Like, nine times out of ten, challenges aren't with the intention of injuring someone. Yeah, like, so it, even... It just depends on how it lands, If, in my opinion. It's like some challenges, yeah. I've, I, I would like to think of a lot of the players when they're going for, the, going for that challenge. They're not trying to hurt the person, but it's still reckless, though. Like, we would look at that. Say you look at a challenge, you would go, that's reckless. It may not mean to hurt the guy, but it's still reckless, though. Look at the follow-through, look at X, Y, and Z. That's why it can't be a case of <clears> unless <throat> the intent is there. Because most times the intent ain't there. It's just that it's a bad challenge. And if it's deemed right. as a bad All challenge... Right. Look, when I, when, when I say that, I mean, it also has to be the intent in terms of the aggression within the tackle. So I don't just mean intent to hit the player because, yeah, nine times out of ten, you're not trying to hit the player. Not, exactly I doubt I mean. many people deliberately do it. But your aggression is intentional, though. So if you fly into the tackle, 
without t- intention to get the player, but you've intentionally put as much force in the tackle as you can. That is still intention. That for me, that is still what I mean. There, there are times when I'll see people do a tackle that looks horrible, but then when you actually look back, you're like, "Well, I can tell he wasn't even being aggressive. Like he even maybe tried to pull out the tackle. Like there's certain things, and you go, "Yeah, I know it looks bad, but that was completely accidental. It's a bit harsh there." So I think it's it's subjective to whatever challenge it is as well. Oh no, there's no yeah, there's definitely subjective. There's definitely no blanket rule for challenges. I just I don't think it can be as simple as saying there has to be intent though. Because again, if I see a 50-50 and I'm gonna go into it as full-blooded as possible, because I know if I don't go into it full-blooded, the higher there's a higher risk of me actually getting injured. Because if I go in half-hearted, oh, that other person's going in full-blooded and it's not their fault. But if I go in half-hearted, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna get injured. So I have to go in with that same. Mm. Gross. And but I you still, to... but you still got to know, keep your studs down, things like that. Like there's still a way to go in full blooded. No, you get what I mean? Right, if you come in right. all studs high showing, that's intent. Like, right, I don't really care what happens to the opponent. Do you get what I mean? Like, no, but right, so prime example, I was playing football. It was probably a couple of years ago, and there was a ball there, ricocheted in the middle. Me and another guy went full blooded for it. And as I've got there, my studs are down and everything, but he's got the ball just before I have, which meant I slightly went over the ball and caught his ankle. And I didn't get sent off. When I said to the ref, like, when it happened, like, the guy was on the floor. He wasn't even rolling around. You just, like, you caught me. And I said to him, I, was, I said to the ref, I was like, look, if you send me, I'll get it. And it I just know I didn't even mean to do it. And he was like, look, I saw it. Like, it's just one of those things. So I, I get where you're coming from. But I think if the intent there is to try and win the ball or just go and fall throttle i don't mind it but if you're late then you run the risk like it's but, just, but it's that's why he never sent you off though because he knew you didn't mean to do it that's the point i'm making so he gave you the benefit of the doubt no but again if he had sent me off i wouldn't have had any complaints though Drew, yeah because... no that's fair enough but he still knew you didn't mean it which is why he gave you the benefit of the doubt if he knew there was malice in it you'd have been gone do you get what i mean I, so that's I what i'm saying. lucky that day i'll be honest with because i probably would have sent me off fair enough no but hey ho Hopefully, Mane or none of our players will be getting sent off for the rest of the season. Hopefully, City's players will be getting sent off. Yeah, it's a risk reward as well because if Mane doesn't do what he does, he don't score the goal that effectively won us the FA Cup semi final. That's just how life goes, isn't it? Like it's risk reward. Oh, yeah, no, 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 because that's how he does every tackle. And if he didn't do that, we wouldn't have scored. So, although that one one was slightly different though, because that is not he wasn't diving at the goalkeeper he was diving to block the ball but so imagine yeah. if the keeper had managed to somehow clear the ball just before he got there he would have hit him in the leg probably got a red for it then wouldn't it no but he wasn't aiming for the goalkeeper he was aiming to stop the trajectory of the ball though it was a no no he tactic. just dived straight at the ball and yeah, he got saying. there before the keeper so i'm saying if the keeper somehow managed to just get it before him he'd have took the goalie out and then what we're saying, it would have been a red. But we know he weren't going for the red. No, we, he, he weren't going for the playoff. If he, if he catches him and he gets the ball late, then it, it is a red, bro. Because his studs are showing and it's high. Well, I'm just saying it's a risk-reward, isn't it? No, it is. It is. But it's, it's the game we play. But I'm just saying in terms of refereeing, they just need to get their act together. Like, I genuinely don't know how they're going to resolve this refereeing issue because it's not just our games I watch now where I'm like, Ron, you could think of a couple good referees. Yeah, I genuinely can't think of what even Michael Oliver started to look a bit suspect recently. For I'm real, like, nah, I for can't real, look at real. an English referee and think like anytime we see it, and it's weird because whenever Twitter gets a hold of who the referee is going to be for a game, it's always, uh, we've lost, or I'm like, 
which referee are we going to say, oh, that's decent that we've got him referee in the game? Like, yeah, it's very few and far between. I can't there's even say There's a the guy name. in Europe, I can't remember what country he's from, but there's a guy in Europe that's a pretty immaculate ref. One of the Champions League refs, I just can't remember. Um, I'll remember his face if I see him, but I just can't remember what country he's from. I think it might be Spain. But there is one ref in the Champions League, but yeah, you're right. But I said to you the other day, Cal, or it might have been Matt, I can't remember which one I said to you. They need to really put an emphasis on making referees become referees from young, like how a footballer does. And you actually learn how to be a referee from 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. And you go through academies that are refereeing academies. It's a professional um, job now. It ain't like back in the day where you was a dentist on the weekdays and then you referee football on the weekend. It's a full-time job now. And they make yeah, a fuckload yeah, of true. money. Like Premier League referees make over 150 grand a year. That is a lot of money. It's a professional sport now. So they need to be more incentivized to learn the role better for me and want to be like, it would be amazing if there were 15 year olds going, I want to be a Premier League referee. And there was a school he could go to and he could learn and he could go to an academy and actually become a referee through years and years and years of training. So by the time he's 21, 22, and he's ready to do big man refereeing, he's got so much experience and he's so good and he's so incentivized that it, that he's much better than just willy-nilly, yeah, all right, I'll do this refereeing thing because I was a crap footballer. Because that's kind of what I think most referees are. I was a crap footballer, but I love football, so I'll be a ref. I disagree, you know. I can only speak well, of... I can it, only back in my day, it. that's what it was anyway. Oh, back like, in you the know. day, yeah, yeah. Back that, in the day, that's how I'm, it was. It was, I'm a I crap footballer, ref- so I'll be a ref. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you probably even know the ref I'm talking. I'm not going to mention his name just in case he doesn't want to be mentioned. But he works with um Tabriz. Works with Breezy. Oh, okay. He was a bad footballer, like quality. Like playing in America, come back over here, was playing mm-hmm. over here. Very unlucky not to to get a Premiership club. He's a referee, and he's a fantastic referee. I don't even know if it's the problem of incentivizing drift because they they they're making decent money now. I genuinely think it's at the top, bro. Like, I don't know what... Because who's at the top? It's Mike Riley, isn't it? Let's, let's be um, honest. Mike Riley, he was never that good of a referee, was he? No, he was never really that guy. So, it's like, if he's the top... He's never like, that guy. You, you, you're asking yourself some questions, isn't it? it again, Mike Riley was a very well-known um, referee, though, so maybe that's why he got it. Yeah, well-known and good is two different things, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, sometimes sometimes you get a job because of who you are. Oh, it? but that's the problem, though, isn't it? It's the yeah. fact of it, everyone's buddy-buddy. So, right. And they're human, isn't it? So I get it. Let's say, for example, you heard Drift I shoplifted, for example. Like, you're not going to just come on there and throw me under the bus and you're going to be like... I reckon there's probably something that Callum's going through at the moment that, you know, why he decided to make that decision. We're all, we're all human. We all make mistakes. I think we should just move on, forgive and forget. But let's be honest. This is what these lot are doing every week. These referees are shoplifting every week. <laughs> but Mike Riley's there turning a blind eye because they're his brethrens. They're actually his brethrens. Like, who well, is that, that's, that's where it's wrong then, isn't it? It, it, shouldn't, exactly. be a, it shouldn't be a friendly thing like that. Exactly. It's a job, For me, it? you yeah. need to get someone at the top who ain't known by these lot, ain't even liked by these lot. But the moment they do something, something's got to happen. Mm. Got... Mike Facts. Riley was in charge of that Old Trafford game between Man United and Arsenal. The Reyes, you remember what happened to Reyes in that game, bro? Mm. The one where they lost the Invincibles. Oh, Jose oh, Antonio well, Reyes. The, 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 Rooney, the Rooney penalty, that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was Mike Riley, bro. 
No one can't tell me Alex didn't sort him out before and after the game. Oh, still. come on. We all know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, bro. yeah. yeah. Man, you know, I'm saying think that we're being weird and salty, mm. but like, it, it's like what everyone's doing with the Man City stuff being brushed under the carpet. Now, it's so easy to go, oh, you're salty, you're da da da. Nobody growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s can tell me they didn't see some shit where they're like, the refs are in Manu's pocket. I don't give. I don't care what anybody says. The oh, refs are in Manu's pocket. Fergie was having wine with the referees and all this after the game, and same with other managers as well. Like, yeah, it was. There was an intimidation factor, one thousand percent, if not more, for Man United <laughs> back in the day. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, right, let's get through some of these super chats before we move into the topics. Big up to Dave's LSD's chats in the building as well. Big up to yourself, Big up as Dave. Always, what's Dave. going, bro? Um, also, Froggy, uh, we're on the stream now. Hopefully, we'll be done by nine so you can do your thing, big man. Um, Mr. Darcy, it says <laughs> shameless cow Negan or dark drifty. <laughs> I don't think either of us are as fucked as Negan. Different. No, do you know what? You might as well change that to um. Lucille fam. Yeah, Lucille. <laughs> yeah. Change that to Lucille fam. No, no, it's um, Negan, bro, because Lucille and other hands just never hit as hard as when it was in Negan. No, 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 but Lucille, remember, the first time we got introduced to Lucille... Was the bro, most intense TV episode intense I've ever seen ever. in my life. Abraham. Man's, Abraham. Man's, Abraham. Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to... That, I, that is literally the most intense TV episode in history, and I don't but even you know, think it would be beaten. Remember, it was, it was she, ridiculous. One thing I love about Walking Dead, especially especially now, I don't, I don't really watch it these days. Yeah, I can't, I can't even. I can't oh, I'm way behind there, now. Yeah, I'm, way I'm like I'm probably like years behind, fam. But the you pandemic see, ruined that. The pandemic. Yeah, ruined that. you see, um, back then everything was quite like you, they never really cut things. Like it was very like you saw what happened. Oh yes, yeah, and I remember thinking, oh, like they're not gonna show us. Like you, we're just probably gonna hear like a bang and a scream, innit? Like because you're thinking they're not really gonna. Bruv, when they saw man thumping up the, I don't want to go into because obviously like it's yeah. deep. But when I saw man beating up the the, the thing, there was and nothing I was just left, sit, bro. Bruv, I was just sitting there like there was nothing left, bro. Oh, oh, bro, I'm talking about um Glenn. Yeah, know, yeah. That's uh, don't get me yeah. wrong, Abraham was raggo as hell, but Glenn, yeah, oh, Glenn, you oh. can hear this scream, fam. Bro, it was Glenn, peak, bro. I don't I even know like, how they filmed that, if I'm being honest with you. I'm not going to lie. It looked too real to the point where I need to make sure that man is still alive, bro. Yeah, bro. It looked yeah. so real. The way they... they, they yeah. yeah, Negan was... That, that, I, I suggest anybody who doesn't like violence to never watch don't that ever episode. Watch oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Different. I wasn't ready for that episode, you know. That should have come with a heavy warning at the beginning of that episode. <laughs> it did. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Oh, did it? it did. Oh, I think it did. Yeah. I think it did. I think it, it yeah, did. it needed to. It really, really needed to, man. Um, Jamrock says City have made up our goal difference advantage mm. for now. Yeah, yeah. that's why that's yeah. why I lead. You know, I, I'm slowly starting to lose my um my sympathy for them after you just want to let them man they get up their goal defense like that. But. Um Edwards says, question for you three. Today would give you today, would you give up the Premier League for a guarantee of Real Madrid in the Champions League final or not give up the Premier League and possibly with City in the final? I know I now would look at how City have dismantled Leeds in the form of Wolves at home. Uh, me personally, Sorry, second, West Ham. One. second one. I'm not yeah. giving... You know why? Because it's not even a guarantee you even win the, the final. You're, you're just guaranteeing who you're playing. So therefore, I would rather give everything for the Champions League and know that we're still going to face City in the final. 
personally. I don't care who we play in the final. Because you've got to fight to the end. Yeah, I don't, it's not I don't a guarantee. Nothing's a guarantee know, though, Drift, even in the first one. No, what, no, what I know nothing's saying? a guarantee, but he's he, he's playing the he's playing the variables that work out more favourably in our in our favour. And I know we don't want to give Man City extra credit or we don't want to do any of that. But I don't think there's anyone stupid enough to believe Man City isn't three, four, five times a harder game than Real Madrid would be. Can I say something? Can I, I say something about Real Madrid that we shouldn't sleep on? Let's let's not sleep on the fact of even though they did lose to City, yeah. On their day in a final, Real Madrid can beat us. Yeah, yeah, they of course. They're not, they're not crap. Of course, they Roma, can win. Real Madrid have day. got, even though they, even though they are, they're like an anomaly because they haven't got the same players that they had before. But just like us, they've got that DNA. Like they belong in yeah, Champions they've, they've League. Yeah, but they've definitely fooled a lot of people this season with bro, the, can I tell you something? the Chelsea win. Like, on paper, they're not they're not as good as City, bro. bro not even half. I'm not as saying good that, City, but bro. on paper, what I am gonna say is I remember we was having a conversation and you were like, City are gonna smoke Real Madrid. I was like, no, City what they won't smoke them. I said, you see Real Madrid. Yes, they lost, but bro, here's the thing, they're like us. So on paper, Man City, you're right, probably should have peppered them and they had more chances. Let's let's be what they did, but they didn't, and they're still in a tie. And do you want to know something? It's far from over, even that tie. I can't sit and definitively say Man City are definitely mm. going through. I'm gonna be honest, bro. No, no, no. I, 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 the, the, the political answers and all that. Man City, had, a, Man City, Man City had like four centre backs because their full backs are suspended or injured. Like mm -hmm. they had to play a 36 year old at right back who I don't think ever mm -hmm. played right back. Like there was variables how Real Madrid managed to get back into that game. Man City absolutely dominated the ball and everything. Like Real, Real Madrid have got that DNA they have. But I'm being honest, it's just they've got Benzema. Like, like I'm not joking. Like, if they, if that, if I found out tomorrow morning, that Vinicius, Benzema, Benzema yeah, Cruz. no, 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 Vinicius and Modric, Vinicius and Modric are ballers. There's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. like they've Cruz. got good, like they've they've got good players. Cruz, but let's let's keep it a buck. The only reason they beat PSG was Benzema, and the only reason they beat Chelsea was Benzema. No, and I'm telling you, if I woke up tomorrow morning, no, I don't mean solely like he got the ball from the halfway line and beat everybody. But you know what I mean? He's doing what what like Van Persie did for Man U the year they won the league. There's other people chipping in, but he is the one who is like the, the, the danger man, the scare person, the one who's getting the clutch goals, turning nothing into something. He's the talisman. Like There's a difference. You know, yeah, like so, 17, so 18. If you woke up tomorrow morning and Benzema twisted his ankle and was injured for two weeks, yeah? yeah, yeah. You, are you telling me that you wouldn't go from thinking it's 60% Man City winning that game because he's the 95% they're going to win that game? Do you know why? He's the talisman, though. Say that same question for De Bruyne, though, Drift. Would you feel uh, City cult way better without De Bruyne than Roma did do without no, they... Benzema, bro? No, hundred percent they do. Hundred percent. I think he's a talisman. No, 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 no. It's not, bro. Like, it's not. Line. It's not. Because who does what Benzema does? They still got Bernardo Silva. But they've still got Bernardo Silva. They've still got Grealish. They've still got Mares. They've got no. other players who can still yeah, emulate what De Bruyne does. Do you know what Benzema does for Roma? I'll say. I'll say what you're saying here. They lost 5-0 to Barca when Benzema were playing, guys. The only reason being is because Real Madrid don't, don't even have like, like a replacement nine. Sorry, Man City lose to Palace and all that. Like, No, but not embarrassingly. Like, like they got smoked without Benzema, bro. Like, actually embarrassed, bro. Was that 5-0, 6-0, something like that? It was like 4 or 5 nil. Real Madrid got no strike. 2-0 at home lost to Crystal Palace. But it's an embarrassing result for City. I, I don't know. Premier League's like that. I think it's a bit different. 
But it's an embarrassing... Bro, if we lost 2-0 at home to Palace, we'd be embarrassed, bro. And that's not even disrespectful to Palace. Just as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, we, Jeff, you'd be fuming, bro. You'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I'd be embarrassed. I'd just be vexed. Like I'm, I'm trying to think because Crystal Palace. No, I can imagine like that, that rubbish. That it would be I like can imagine you saying that, though. Yeah, but that's all in the heat of the moment. I'm trying to be logical here. I'm saying like I don't know if it'll be an embarrassment, but anyway, point no, being, I still, I still think City go through and we play them in the Champions League final. What I don't like is this narrative that Real Madrid are just a dead team, though. Like. Bro, if if, if oh, Man City gave them off, their, they were down to ten men as well. I didn't know. That. If if Man City gave them their best and they came out of the game as a four three, I'd be quite worried as a City fan right now. Yeah, yeah, Real Madrid have, have come as heritage, bro. Like it is, it's heritage. Real Madrid are a team that can do it. That's so Matt is right. Saying. I would not go into that Champions League yeah. final feeling like it's a foregone conclusion. One hundred percent, bro. You're right. right can't, but can't, I would have a lot more. I would have a lot more feeling of we can do this against Real Madrid than I would Man City, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, Man City is two, three times of a harder game in that final than Real Madrid, though. We have to be honest. I don't we know. just have I, to be honest. Like, you. It's I, politically correct to say otherwise, but I'll no, just say it for the people who don't want to say it. Real Madrid is no, an easier game than Man City in that no, Champions I'm not League even final. Saying, I genuinely don't think it's an easier game. I think it's Finals a are final, you know. I, I'll I don't be think it's an easier game. I think they're two very different games, but I don't even think it's an easier game. Drew. It's not it's easy. An easier Madrid ain't easy. It's an easier game. Do you know what I'll tell you why? I'll tell you why. I never said they're easy. I said it's an easier game than Man City. It might not be easier. And I say might not be. I'm not even saying what you're saying is wrong. What it is, is that we kind of know how to play City, City now to play us. We don't really know how to play against Real Madrid. And do you want to know something? You see Carlo Ancelotti, he knows how to do these things in the big Carlo. in the big occasions. That's what worries me. Like, like even yeah, though we, we would be favourable to win that game, <clears> and we would be, but I guarantee, I guarantee you by bookies, we would actually be favourites for that game if we play, play uh, uh, Real Madrid. But what would worry we me We would is be that, the favourites. We have yeah, to be yeah. honest. We would no, be. But hear what I'm going to say. Real Madrid, just like um, AC Milan of old and us even now, they know when it comes to the big occasion, they turn up. Remember, it's one game. Certain man can roll back the years. for Bruv, Modric should turn into 30-year-old Modric again just for one game. Tony Cruz yeah. ain't even old anymore. Um, Casemiro will be back. David Alaba, sorry, David Alaba will play like the Alaba or Bayern Munich when he was actually like concentrating on football. And you'd have Militao rolling back that time when he played against us. And we was like, flipping on, man. This guy's kind of serious. That's what would worry me. That's the only thing. that It really would, because... Yeah, yeah. But, no, but joke. That, that, and that Vinicius. Is, that is genuinely what happens mm. if you play a top team. And Real Madrid are a top yeah, team. Yeah, because they've got but ballers. But there is no way they are as hard as Man City. It's just like I, that is, it's I actually different. think it's I actually think it's disingenuous to how good City are to say Real Madrid is as hard of a game. As no, it, no, 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 no. It's only because it's a final. I think it's just a bit different. What you're saying, you probably are right. A game is a game. I don't if think you don't play the occasion, though, right? If I you don't play the occasion, much, a game is a game. But it's a I'm final. Like, Look how we played we, against Spurs in the 2018-19 final. Can I say? Yeah, really, I, I think that was because bro, we had three weeks no, 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 with no bro, football. It was just really weird. But I hear you. I hear you. But really, truly. We should have. We should have really, really beat. When you actually look back at the game, yeah, Spurs kind of played better. We kind of no, played better. No, they did play better than us. They, they and, did play better than us. But that, that really, truly, shouldn't have happened. Really? Yeah, because football's weird. But this Football is what I'm is saying. Weird. If we That's lost what... to Real Madrid in the Champions League final, we would have actually had to have done something like underperform. 
But That's would you I'm this, There's no way we lose to Real Madrid if we play the same our time, best. When it does settles, would you also go, oh, do you know what? Even though we are better than them, when it's a final and you know it's the team that we're playing, it kind of don't surprise me at the same time that they kind of beat us because... They're not dead. They're there for a reason. Anyway, yeah, let's see we still go through. That, that's why like in the FA Cup final against Chelsea, we're the better yeah. team. Chelsea can still win that game, though, because that's football. But we're the better team. We should beat Chelsea in no, that final. Of course final. we're better. We're a better I, team I just and don't their form wanna... is poor. But is. Real Madrid beating Liverpool would yeah. be Liverpool messed up. Whereas no. if City beat Liverpool, I think it's a 50-50 game and that's how the cookie crumbles. If we play to our full capability, we should beat Real Madrid. If we don't beat Real Madrid, we did something wrong, in my opinion. Whereas if we lose to Man City, I just think it's either cookie crumbles. It's a 50-50 game. Semi, all right, two legs. You see what, like, I'm expecting City to go through, yeah? All in all, 100%. If we, if you don't beat Real Madrid over two legs, in my opinion, like how City should be doing, I'd be like, what happened there? Because you are better. But because it's a final, it's a Champions League final, Yeah. This is the only reason why, even though, yes, like I said before, we will be the favourites against Real Madrid, that heritage and those players that they have, they are no joke. And it's not just the Benzema show either, because as good as Benzema is, people still have to help create stuff for him. They've got to create openings, give him space. It's the guys around him that know their role, how to get the best out of him as well. They yes, know to that. get it to him. I hear that, bro. Mm. But, but it being a final doesn't make it a harder game than Man City. That's all I'm saying. Man City is just a better team than Real Madrid, full stop. They just are. So no, it's a harder game to, no, play, to play Man City. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying Man City is a harder game in the final. Whichever way you look at it, Man City is a harder I game think in the final. I think if a game going to be hard, I just think going to be different. Yeah. I, I, I personally think they'll be equally as difficult, just different in their difficulties. Uh, Jeannie says, I don't think I can take losing the league by one point again. Almost forgot the teams we lost to because we haven't lost in so long, uh, West Ham and Leicester. Yeah, mm. very true. Have we only lost two games this season? Yeah. yeah. But we've drawn seven. And, and and we actually shouldn't have lost either of them, especially the Is it drawn Leicester seven, game. is it? Have I got that right? Is it no, drawn I'll seven? I'll be honest, the, the West Ham game, not that I enjoyed losing. I can live with that because they outplayed us on the day. Leicester, we should have won that game. We lost that game. I remember like, that Leicester game. West Ham remember, beat oh us. Le- two, we lost against Leicester. I agree, but two of the West Ham goals were so bad from like Ali, I think it was, Milner, Fabino. There were some people who were so like uncharacteristically making mistakes during that I West Ham it. game. They deserved that win. West Ham outplayed us. That yeah, time. yeah. West Ham were good on the day. Leicester, were. Were, Leicester we battered from pillar to post. Yeah, that one. We were poor. Um, Hamanchu says, guys, by the way, why haven't you done the Premier League draft till now? Premier League draft. Premier League draft? Was we going to do a Premier League draft? We can do that. That's a brilliant yeah. idea, though. Yeah. I don't remember us saying we're going to do that, but that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, Premier right. League era draft. In the off-season, yeah. guys, we're going to have so much of that fun stuff. So, yeah, we need to make a mark of that, actually, because that actually would be a good one. Um, Jeannie Houdini, um, rank the season one to ten if we only win FA Cup and League Cup. Quick answers, boys. What are you saying? Five. Um, Five for me as well. A six. Give it a six. Uh, BC says no away team has won more, has won in 90 minutes in the Champions League uh, final history. Only one away team after one. After extra time on penalties in Chelsea 2012, we're home if we get there. Fair dues. I like those. All of those little things there, though, can start really messing your head because. 
then I start worrying about Pep being in two finals in a row. What's the chances of him losing both? Ancelotti, Real Madrid have never lost a final. Like, there's so many things that can start messing with your head if you start doing all that. So I try my hardest to stay away from all of that stuff. But I get the point. Uh, Jamrock says, Real have lost three Champions League finals in 16 tries in, si in 39 years. Well, I didn't even know they'd lost those three, but that must have been years ago. But yeah, see, they That's barely a hell of impressive, though. Uh, so that's Kane what would be says, scary about playing them. Uh, Real Madrid are really good. It's just hard to see. Um, man, like Matt says, my number eight Guan bottle it against Madrid again, fam. No, you won't. He won't. He'll be fine. He ain't your number eight. Look, at, a, look at the profile. You see the yeah, profile. <laughs> Messi FC says, forgot EPL draft. What about um, Park Life draft? No, we're not doing the Park Life draft. Yeah, that's a bit harsh, too. Yeah, we can't be, you can't be slandering, man. All right, boys, let's move on to the official first topic of the day. Shoot him many. Well, that went wrong. That wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> it's now going to cost 80 million. It's now, <laughs> it's now going to be the shirt sponsor. So we'll start with that one. Um, Let's start with that. Let's start with that. £80 million shirt sponsor deal is being rumoured at the moment, guys. Now, if we're, to be to, if we're to be believed and that £80 million goes through, that would be a world record deal. Mm. Again, will we see that £80 million? Maybe not directly, but indirectly, it could really go to help towards other things in other areas. If we're able to get this across the line, guys... Does this just show how much we have grown from being that team that Standard Charter took a chance with to that team that everyone wants to be a part of now? Yeah. Do you remember in Adidas, we were offering us the dustiest shirt sponsored deal you could... I think it was like 15 million or something so bad. We went with Warrior instead. Do you remember? Yeah, that was warrior. levels of yeah, disrespect that I would never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget that level of disrespect. So, you know, and we have a rich history of Adidas and they still done us dirty because of where we were at that time. So I'm going to be real. I was just about to say bad Adidas, but I would definitely not say that because a lot of my clothes are Adidas. And if you're listening, Adidas, oh, I was going to say, bruv, it, was, <laughs> it, it, it was politely you lot were bad mind that day, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah, what it yeah. is. Like, Please don't do that again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but to be what 80 million, I mean, I think the record at the moment is something like 60 mil, which is Man City's one again. Won't comment on no, I think it's Barca's. Well, Barca's new one for next season, I think it's Spotify, isn't it? It's 70 mm, again. Won't comment on that one either. No, 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 but I'm just saying, I think from next season, as things stand, it will be them. I think, or oh, is that their new camp thing? I've got to remember. But I think no, I think you're they, right. I think that I think they do have quite a big sponsorship with Spotify. Mm, but I if think we, there's a combination between stadium and shirt sponsor. Yeah, I believe I believe you're right. Yeah, and hence why I think they're even gonna the naming rights as well. I think it's gonna change. But if we was to get this 80 mil over the line, I can't lie to you. That's growth. <laughs> that is growth. I mean, going from 40 mil a year to potentially doubling. Even if we don't get the 80, and we get like 75 or even 70. That's still an amazing achievement from the club. And I just want to say as well, like if this deal gets over the line, it's just, it's just more impressive again from, you know, 
The owners. My owners. My owners. Bro, my I can take the words out of my mouth, innit? Like, my owners never doubted them. Always championed them brothers there. FSG, you know. What, Boston. What I, what, what I will say is, as much as we've been very critical of FSG in the past, um, and personally what yeah, I thought you, was that... you, not me and Cal, you. What, what, I, what I personally um, showed, what, what I personally had an issue with was the lack of love or seemingly love beyond the business. It's like, all right, if you're going to buy a sports franchise, you're going to invest... Basically, if you buy a sport franchise, then you're taking on a whole load of foster kids, right? However many millions we have as fans. And you've got to make sure that they feel like you, you're there for the right reason. And that was kind of what I had an issue with. They never felt like they were there for the right issue. Right there, they were there for the right reasons for a large portion of the time. But one thing I, I have given them credit for, even back then, and I give them credit for again now, is that they don't take dividends out of the club. So even though we were always annoyed that they didn't put anything into the club extra, that would allow us to be able to flourish a bit better. Yeah. We have to be real. When you look at what a lot of other owners do, you know, Cronkay puts hella debt on on Arsenal to do stuff in America, like uses it as the asset and puts hella debt on the club to do it. You look at the fact that the Cronkays take money out every year. I'm sorry, um, the Glazers take money out every year. Like if you look at all of that kind of stuff, you do have to give FSG credit for the fact that money that's made, they do let us keep it. Even if it doesn't always go back into transfers like it should, they never put it in their pocket. So I've, I've always had a little bit of admiration for the fact they don't do that because, it, you know what I mean, it, at least they're not being uber greedy, so to speak. And if we get that spot, that, that, that means contracts can be renewed. That means we might get a bigger transfer kitty. Who knows? Especially now we found out the night money might have paid for Diaz. Because we kept saying, well, what's happening with all that money we made from the shirt deals? And then the rumour has it, that's how we paid for Diaz. So it's like, okay, you can start to see some fruits of the labour then. Like these things that they've shown us are maybe starting to show a bit. So we get that £80 million shirt sponsorship and then we get a shoe and many and we might maybe buy a right back or we maybe buy a Nunez or an Antonio or something like that. We can be like, raw. this is all what's contributing to that. And this is where you will even take away even more of that FSG feeling you had and be like, look, you're allowed to change your opinion. You're allowed to have something because something happens and it sways your way. We always said this all the time. They start showing love. We don't have an issue with it. If, but if they can start to get these sponsorship deals up that put the money in the club, who's going to complain? No one in their right mind will still sit here and start banging on about FSG aren't doing things right because then you've just got an agenda and you're being an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're doing all right, man. We can't even front. They're doing all right. And if they pull this off, this is major. Well, this is why I sit at the table as a beer in Jamrock and I don't really doubt these, man, because they always come through for me. But look, anyone wants to doubt these lot now, it's up to you. But my owners, man, from day one, from when I see them take over the club and save us, I knew what the team was, bro. <clears throat> my owners, it could change your, it could change your own very easy, though, because if they don't get that salad deal done, all of a sudden they've undone so much good work. That's how quick it can change in football, do you know what I mean? That's true. Really quick question, sorry. And let's make this really short answers, boys. If Salah doesn't renew, is it FSG, Salah, or Klopp who gets the blame? That would be FSG. If the rumours are to be true, it's about length of contract and nothing else. That's FSG's fault, then. That would be FSG, if I'm being honest. it's Because even though... Unless we find out Salah was asking for, like, 500, 600, then you're like... 
FSG can't really well that is out of their realm. But if it was something that you know that we could afford it, and it was about length of contract, you can only put it on the owners, isn't it? Because Salah's basically said, "Give me." I'm just giving you I'm giving an example, by the way. Give me three two five. Give me three fifty. I want a four year deal. We should be able to offer that. And you want to know why? Even if we're worrying about our, oh, he's thirty years of age. Yeah, there's very few athletes of his generation that are still in the condition that they're in. And you can see that longevity is part of what makes him great. You can already see that he hasn't really slowed down. Whereas you might look at, say, I don't know, um, other players, I can't give you names, but other players who that decline is kind of there. You can see that little bit of decline, whereas him, he stayed at the same. So when you actually look at Salah from when he first came to Liverpool in 17, 18, his actual level performance hasn't dropped, hasn't dropped at all. Regardless of goals, his performances haven't dropped. So two, that's something two, that they should be banking on. So, two things: one, is it unfair to expect us to want to pay him, let's say, three hundred and fifty, four hundred k when he's thirty-four years old? And then two, the reason why I mentioned Klopp in it is because mm -hmm. Klopp was very, very vocal about the stuff with Haaland when that news came out and the amount he was meant to be getting is there a and the reason I mentioned Klopp in this could Klopp be turning around and saying well he wants what 400 I don't want to play at the club he wants 400 so could that be Klopp as well because Klopp was very very vocal about the Haaland stuff and we all know what Haaland's going to be getting Do you yeah, reckon that, thinking that? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that could play a part in it and then that goes back to what I was saying to you lot when I got a lot of pushback from, from a lot of people and I said, if it's about the money and he's getting a certain amount, I, I do believe that Salah has to take a lot of the blame if that's why he walks away. And a lot of people said he deserved it. And I, I never said he didn't, but I was looking at the overall picture. Our top earner at the moment is 215 grand a week, Virgil van Dijk. I do look at that and think, say, if, if Mo's like saying, nah, if you don't give me 400, I'm going to bounce, I'd be like, well, Virgil's as good as you in a different position, but Virgil's as good as you. So you think you're a double the player Virgil is, payment-wise? Come on, bro, you got to rein that in a little bit. And it's not even that you don't deserve it, it's just based on how we run things at our club. Do you get what I'm saying? If he can accept that, and he is as good as you are, why can't you accept it if you love the club the way you say you do? So I think there'll probably be, there'll, there'll probably be blame you can point in all directions, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure I'd ask a question. But look, mm. everyone would be happier and over the moon if we got eighty sorry, eight million pound deal over the line, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, oh, it, is it three or four years, the length of the deal? That's per season. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, they haven't that. said. No, they that's what I mean. Per, how many? Is it three or four seasons? Uh, they, have, they, have, they, they haven't even said. said. They just said Liverpool are looking for oh, 80 million per season. I think yeah. it's normally three years, is, so. isn't it? Kind of like like a base length. The first for one from... For a shirt sponsor. Ornstein said was looking for two years, which says to me that maybe we're trying to do the whole do two years if they want to renew. Like basically, we're trying to strengthen our hand in it. Don't don't put ourselves in too much of a long contract where it's like you know maybe you know we achieve more and we're thinking because here's the thing: the reason we're able to even tell Standard Charter we want more is because since we started with them, we've won trophies and that renegotiation period is now here. We should be saying to them, which is true. Yeah, double it. Like, look at what we're on now. We're like, we've got even more sponsors on board which are paying us X amount. And we've already won a trophy this year. And we look like we're going to win more trophies. So, well, we, we got, we got, uh, we, we're in a good position right now, man. Yeah. All right. 
let's move on to the actual topic we're meant to discuss. Hopefully this works this time. Sure, many. Righty-ho. A player that you guys want, but I don't. Um, obviously, he's not my cup of tea. You lot rate him for some strange reason. I don't want him anywhere near Liverpool Football Club. Shirmeni has been linked with us heavily and got a shout-out to the godfather, Grizz, who he's the person I saw first break the news properly. And he's pretty adamant that it's going to happen. So, as always, I'd like to do a little research on him, a little background, little comparison. At uh, this time, I'm not going to compare him with any of our players. What I am going to do, though, is compare him with a player that we all rate and would take at Liverpool, and that is Yves Basuma. So, can you guys see the screen there? Yeah. So, obviously, we all have said on here numerous times that we would take Basuma. In fact, we'd love Basuma at the club and we'd be over the moon if we signed him. Now, obviously, you're going to compare him to Shurmeni. Again, we have to take some of it with a pinch of salt. Shurmeni's playing in a different league, in a different team. His team's more dominant in it. I mean, I say they're more dominant. Brighton do pull their weight, to be fair. But, if you were to ask who's more dominant in each league, it's definitely Monaco over Brighton. So let's do a little breakdown. Games played so far, 32 to 23. Therefore, more minutes. Schumeni has had over a thousand more touch or just under a thousand more touches. 235 ball recoveries, which I'm not mistaken, is the highest in all the top five European leagues. He has lost possession 316 times in comparison to. Basuma's 183. They both have a goal each. He <clears throat> takes way more shots than Basuma, which I find very interesting. And his shot accuracy mm. is better. Mm. More on target and more shots blocked as well. They both have one, ass one assist. He also creates more chances as well, which again, could look at style of play, but I find that very interesting as well. Passes attempted. Again, it's a landslide for passes attempted and completed. However, passing accuracy slightly leans towards Basuma. Long-range passes attempted and successful long-range passes. Again, Shurmeni eats up Basuma in that avenue, as well as accuracy. Through balls attempting 6-3. to three. Now, this is a bit of a tricky one because Basuma has played 13 less games. So, on average, Basuma is attempting more through balls. However, 6 is still enough to be ashamed about, especially from a player at his age playing in the role and position he's playing in. Passes in the opposition half, again, almost double that of Basuma. Passes completed in their own half, again, more. Forward passes, which I find very interesting. He's a progressive passer. 555 to 216. Jules contested. He wins that, as well as tackles made. Fouls conceded from attempted tackles, though, is something that Klopp will probably have to iron out. And again, him being 22, sometimes is going to maybe be a bit over-enthusiastic, a bit too aggressive, maybe showing Eves is a bit more street smart because he's older and he's played in the Premiership for longer as well. However, he's won way more fouls than Basuma has. Fouls conceded, again, Basuma <laughs> takes the key, the, the key there. Aerial duels contested is not even close. If I'm not mistaken, he's like 6'1", 6'2". So he is a unit. Eves is not short. Eves is six foot. But he's a unit. You just look at the guy and he's, he's, like, a, he's like a mini Ibu, but not small. 
So the aerial jewels and ground jewels are his as well. Clearances are Basuma though, but again, that could be Brighton's style of play. Interceptions again, which is what we are famed for at Liverpool, especially Flacco. One of Flacco's best assets to his game. Again, pretty much double that of Basuma. Blocks, double. Yellow cards, he's picking up some yellow cards, but so is Basuma, and you've got yet less in in less in more games, sorry. However, he has got that one red card, whereas Basuma hasn't. Do me a favor, please, Cal. Just quickly go back. Do to me last a favor, season. please. <laughs> Dude, go to go to last season for Eve, just quickly because he had a lot of tri- like tribulation this year. I just want to see if it if if it has had any effect on like his overall performance. So just quickly show me Eve's um last year the. No, no, no. Keep keep thingies this year, but just oh, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, but just what Basuma's was last year when I'd arguably say he's had his best season in it last year. That was his best season last year. Um. All right. So he's played thirty six last season. So more more minutes. Obviously, he still had less touches, slightly more ball recoveries, but four more games. I th- I mean, he's not going to catch that in four games, surely. Mm. Um. Possession lost again, loses possession less, same goals. Shots, I reckon he'll catch up his shots. It's only two shots in it. Accuracy again is still there. Assist is higher. Chances created. Passes completed and attempted. Again, accuracy, there's 0.3 in it. Um, Long range passes again, he eats up Basuma. Passing your possession half, he still eats him up. Jules contested. I think he'll reach and better that this season. It's uh, still a lot late. closer now that we're going off, off, off of Eve's best season. Though. It's a lot closer now than it was this year. Very true. But also looking at Eve's has played more games as well. Yeah, but he played 15 more games than Eve's this season. So I, I know, but you could say the same thing. Though. No, I hear that. But if we're looking at this season, we've got to look at what's happened this season. Isn't it? But in terms of his season's not finished yet. Obviously, God willing, he doesn't get an injury or anything like that, which derails his season. Mm. Um, fouls attempt. So, fouls conceded. Again, Eve's way more fouls. Still wins more fouls um, and gets more fouls. Aerial still wins. Ground jewels, a lot closer there. Clearances, I don't think he'll touch Basuma with clearances. Ground jewels, I think he can. Interceptions, he still wins. Blocks and yellow cards and red cards are it's literally identical. Mm. I think we... I think that makes it a much better comparison doing that one. It's still Shumeni still comes up pretty much just above, but mm. I think it was only fair to not go and get because he's just been through a lot mentally this season. So I think it was a bit unfair to to judge him on this season. Do you know what I mean? No, that's a but good point. Shumeni does still just edge it, even when you change it to Easy's best season, which was last season. He still just shaves it. It showed you how good Shumeni actually is because Eves was a don last year. Like he really he was. He, was he, he played very well, yeah. He played very well last year. That's what I'm going to ask you guys. We sat there and said, in fact, I'm going to have two questions. We sat there and said, Eves Basuma's guy, another guy. Sure, many almost seems as though he's Eve Basuma, but slightly younger. Mm. Mm. It, he just has obviously, got obviously, That's the only obviously thing I don't want him. Do, do you guys, after seeing this, does this make you guys really go like, this is kind of the guy still? Yeah, I think Matt would agree with me. It doesn't change our opinion. I'm sure many, we rated the guy regardless. The only thing I will say, and I know it's a very big cliche that people all say, but it's kind of a reason cliches are cliches. 
Prem proven does count to a degree. And Basuma's obviously had three years now, I think it is, in the Prem, to prove he's more than, like, he's comfortable in it. It's just what he does. Um, so that's the only thing, I guess. And, and I guess that kind of does also go into the stats. I don't know if you'll agree with me. And if you're playing in a harder league, your stats are a little bit more credible, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, if I scored 100 goals playing against under-16s and then I scored, I scored 50 goals playing against the under-23s, you'd probably rate my 50 goals against the under-23s way more because you'd be like, well, it's the under-16s. You should be scoring more goals. So I'm not trying mm. to be disrespectful to the French League, but I think you get what I'm saying. Like the Premier League is a so much more of a harder competition and playing for a lesser side because, as Cal, I think, rightly said, Monaco are a better team than Brighton. So it's a bit easier sometimes as well with better better teammates, you whatever. You know what I mean? So I think you've got to be... If I'm being honest, bro, I genuinely think it's a 50-50, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I do genuinely think between those two players, I'd actually go 50-50 on who right. is the better player. Um, sorry, before, sorry, Matt, just before I come to you, Drew, really yeah. quickly. Alisson, I'm going to say Trent, Matip, Konate, Gomez, um, Simicas, Flacco, Nabi, Thiago, Salah, Diaz. They all know, they weren't proven when we signed them, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying Prem Proven is the only way to go. No, no, but I'm saying when it comes to us, and I know it's going to sound like I'm being really biased, <clears> when <throat> it comes to us, considering what we do in terms of player search and acquisition and all that, do we kind of just have to ignore the Prem Proven thing? I wouldn't say ignore it because I think there might be, whether coincidentally or not, a reason why there's quite a few players um, like Simicas and Fabino and Naby and a few others that like it took a little while before Klopp fully trusted and played them week in week out it might I don't know I think you still have to look at maybe some but maybe you saw Fabino in the French league and when he came prem it was like oh because I think even we said that I know me and Matt had this conversation off camera like well Flacco really needs to get up to speed with the Premier League you know he looks like he's not going to cut it with the pace of the Premier League yeah, and then man, lo and behold it Lo and behold, yeah. it took him a couple months to get up to speed, and then he. he I remember and, still, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you never know, in it. You never it, know whether Matt it almost, does still help. Matt almost cut me with the razor in the barbers because I said that will be all right. Still, <laughs> I remember I was like, I'd flicked it out of like it was greased, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember like Fabinho must have played like maybe like must have been like three games or something. And even though I knew the quality was there, it was more about his movement. I kept on saying to Drift, like, I think the first time I was like, I was like, bro, Fabinho's moving mad slow, bro. Like he's running in tree. I remember we watched the Arsenal there. game together, bro. Do you remember? We watched the Arsenal yeah. game together. And, and he bro, was so out of the pace in that bro, game. It was scary, the game bro. was just going past him. And you're like, yeah. but here's the thing. What I needed to understand was that he knew, he's he knows he's not the most athletic. So what he had to do is, take that time to work out exactly how we play and where he needs to be. Mm. Once he'd done that, he was absolutely fine. But those mm. initial moments and in games he had, I was like, nah, bro, I'm not going to lie. Like, this guy actually might not be the guy. And it wasn't because of his quality on the ball or his reading of the game. It was just athletically. And it's not like he's gotten faster. He's just adapted. And that's the thing. 
the Prem mm. can do that to anybody. We've seen big profile names come into the Prem and, and it just hasn't worked for them for various reasons. Like, so it, it is kind of mad. With sure many though, when I look at what this guy possesses, he's like the he's like the brother to Fabinho because they're both destroyers, but they go about their business a little bit differently. Like sure many. Yeah, sure many is that more like, he's a bit more physical and he can cover ground a bit better. So say you want to do like a 4231 and lock up shop. Sure many will be perfect. So not only that, I think him on the ball is getting better as well. Some of his passing is improving as well each each year as well. So I think he complements our midfield very, very highly. And I can't lie to you, at 22 years of age, you can't do no wrong than, than signing him. I can't front. Can't front. I just ask you, um, Matt, because I know Cal won't want to answer this question for obvious reasons. Would you be annoyed if there was an either or? So right now, if I said to you there was a barometer and it was going and it was Basuma Shuamani on either side and whichever one it goes and it lands on that one, do would you genuinely be bothered? Do you have a preference out of those two? On which yeah, one you would be bothered about? Oh, you do. Okay, you don't even have I've to got, say. I just wanted to know. Yeah, if you yeah, had a yeah. I've got more of a preference towards one. I think everyone knows who it is. I've got more of a preference. However, though, do you know what it is? I have as well. It, it's it's because okay, cool. Even though, no, the, even though <laughs> now you know, let's not even get into it because even though the other <laughs> player is sick, I just know that wherever the other person goes, he's, he's just gonna bad it up, and it's just gonna be like. Oh, Man, like, all right, so just mm. on that, then mm. Jamrock was the first one that kind of brought it to our attention. We kind of said, nah, but then we all were like, yeah, we do. Mm. Two dynamic midfielders, and let's say, for example, we were to sign this sure many guy, we'd have Fab, sure many, Hendo, Nabi, Elliot. Tiago, Jones, Carvalho. If we were to sign Shirmeni, where does the other midfielder go? Oh, Milner. If Milner sticks around as well, Milner. It depends how you use Carvalho. Reason being... Carvalho, as things stand, who's actually scored tonight, by the way, I've just seen the goal, sick goal. Yeah. He plays number 10 for Fulham. We don't necessarily play with a 10. Is Klopp going to make him as the as the uh, most forward-thinking eight, or is Klopp going to potentially play him in the front three? That's something I generally don't think we will know. Because I'm going to be honest, guys. When we did buy Wijnaldum originally... I didn't think when Adam would be playing a lot of the six. I generally didn't. I didn't see it happening. Mm. So Klopp does do that every now and again, where it's like, well, you think a player should be, but he sees it where's best, isn't it? So it, it, it is kind of hard to say, bro. If I'm being generally honest, because that's eight, me, bro. Yeah, if, I if, think if he will. Value in the eight, and bro. if he does, if he does, that says right forward. All right. Know. So if let's say he does go, let's that's say that's a total go. change, Carl. What am I saying go? Sorry, I'm talking about um not in our system necessarily drift. I think I think Carvalho, you might I'm not saying I want that by the way. I just think he does, you know, drift. I think Carvalho takes out Ox Ox's spot. Yeah, so do I. 
and then I think and then I think he takes Henderson's space or Naby's space in the starting eleven if he plays. Who should and many? No, no. I think if we sign Carvalho, oh. I think you'd be looking at Thiago Flacco and Carvalho was a free in the middle. One really destroyer, one mad creative, and one a goal for it. Yeah, you know that. What, that you know that what? is what I think Klopp would want well, his perfect blend of midfield uh, to be. Here's the thing. I've always said this, yeah. I've said it before, like Naby Keita and Thiago, even though I love to see them both play at the same time, in my opinion, as long as one of them plays, I'm cool. Reason being, I've always thought this, like on that left-hand side, that is our most progressive. I said, I said maybe not most progressive, but when Henderson's not there, that left-hand side of either Thiago or Naby is our most creative side. The, uh, the right-hand side is a bit more robust because like, you got a factor in Trent on that side as well. So that right-hand side was more robust. Naby Keita and Thiago can rotate that LCM position, that left-sided centre-mid position. Shuameni can come in and either be the... the to, 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 what do we call it? Switch around with um, Fabinho, or he can play the other side of the right CM. It gives us an option there, in my opinion, and a good starting one at that. Whereas, like, James Milner, we don't even know whether he's even going to sign a new deal. We think he is. Hopefully he does. We're going to speak about um, that in a bit, sir. So. Yeah, yeah, I won't go into that. And then <clears throat> you guys were saying about potentially um, Curtis Jones going out on loan. So he might even mm. go out on loan, maybe. So there are spaces there. I think we're maybe overthinking it only now because everyone is still here and we can see them. Come end of the season, when we see a bit of movement, I think that question is going to answer itself if we do sign... If we do sign um sure many, but obviously Carvalho I, as well. So I tell I tell you what I will say just before we move on. And again, I've already said wholeheartedly he deserves to stay and he's earned his place in the team without a doubt. So let's cut this Naby is a flop crap that's that a lot of people have tried to throw at him for however long now. But what I will say though, that's a little worrying, is if we do sign Shua Many, because he's had a good season, that boosts his market value. And FSG could look at the fact that with one year left, let's bring in the uh, the ready replacement, so to speak, and let's get market value for Naby. We can't we can't look past the fact that that because our club are a sell to buy, right? And that is what we do. We can't look past the fact that they might try and do that. I think after yeah, the yeah, season yeah. that Naby's just had, even with one year left, I think we could probably now easily ask for twenty five million for Naby. I don't think we'll try and sell Naby. But then that means that he's got to go into the Mane Salah um, whole con con conversation about a contract renewal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. But here's the thing. Again, I think we're kind of on a tipping balance when it comes to this. Like, if this summer comes and we are able to buy a centre midfielder, sort out right back and sort out right wing without having to sell anyone, I think we have to move away from the argument that we're sell to buy. That was what we were told for all these years, isn't it? They're moving away yeah, from yeah. that. That's brilliant because it's what we've wanted to do for yeah. for all this time. So you're I, right. I think we're more... I don't think we're sell... Touch with when I say this. I don't think we're sell to buy anymore. I think we are buy what we earn now. Yeah, I hear that. Which is why all Diaz, these deals I are brilliant think, if we're getting yeah. more money in then obviously, yeah. I think, oh, okay, the Diaz, okay. I think the Diaz signing was that that evidence so far they yeah. forced i think do you want to know the night money yeah. in it yeah 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 and not yeah the money was always there 
And I just feel like we was always going to, from what it looks like anyway, we was always going to do that deal. We just done it six months early because we realised someone else wanted him. If not, I reckon we would have got him in the summer. Can I ask you a quick question as well before we move on? Are we being... And again, this isn't me saying anything bad about FSC. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Are we getting lost in how successful we've been this season? Have FSG really changed anything? Or are we winning so we're less bothered? I think when it comes down to it... Let's be real. All right, let me ask you this. Did you complain um, when we signed Simicas, Thiago and Jota? No. Did you complain when we signed... I didn't complain, but... I said we're short a centre back. Okay, you said we're short. So that's short. Yeah, one no, yeah. Player, Fact, yeah, we were definitely right. short. Right, yeah, so did I. Ibu and Diaz are coming six months apart from one another. Have you complained? No. And no. Not only that, just like other commercial deals and things off the pitch. Obviously, um, Anfield Road M being um, expanded as well. There's things going on, um, potential uh, shirt sponsor deals. We're not really complaining, are we? Therefore, the reason why I say, especially like over the last how many years, so even though you're right, Drift, about the whole like, I think because we're winning this year, it kind of maybe just boosts their, boost, like, their profile even more, yeah? When you look yeah. at like our transfers as well, like, even though we're not doing loads of them, they seem to be the right ones. We're picking the right players. And that's all you can ask for. Because we don't really care how much a player costs, isn't it? As long as it's the right player, isn't it? We're cool with it, isn't it, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, main yeah. thing. If it's the right player, we're like, well, I don't care. Look at Carvalho. <laughs> He's about to sign. He probably costs, he'll cost under 10 mil. If he if he like hits the heights how he's supposed to, we don't care if he costs that amount of money. So there you have to look at it and go, everything that they're doing right now, we can't really complain. Yes, you can always find something. You can have a gripe. But let's be real, guys. A couple of years, three years ago, we were having debates on here about, hey, look at Bamovich. He's the, they're just, look at the way how he goes. Look how much he loves their club. Well, look at them now. Man City. That's yes, a very they're... extenuating circumstance, though. Isn't Bro, it? I'm going to be real, though. <laughs> now, we've had debates today where we've been speaking about Chelsea and like, like how they are prime. We're well, not prime. Like, we were saying like they're an anomaly. Of, no, like, no, no, no. Oh, I agree. Manager, I agree. I'm, I'm saying the, the issue he went through then, why he's not there no, anymore, course, though, is course, an extenuating circumstance. Like, that's a one in a million. I hear you. I hear thing, you. But I hear you. I hear you. But then look at Man City, then. Listen, they're still buying players and all willy nilly. But there's even still things about them that could crop up potentially, you know, get in trouble with your way yeah. for again. So we yeah. just have to look at it and go, you know what? No owner is perfect. There will never be a perfect owner. But the one that we have at the moment right now seems to be ticking a lot of the right boxes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just asking the question. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Circle back to Shurmeni. Could there be any way Shurmeni, Fab and Thiago becomes a starting midfield three? Or is that in Klopp's mind, the starting midfield three? Could Shurmeni play that box-to-box eight role on the right-hand side? I'd be a little disappointed if that was what we played week in, week out, based on the fact that a little creativity is what we've been lacking for a little while. And Henderson and, and Kater probably don't necessarily offer the, the creativity that we would like them to which is always a little gripe we have like with low block teams and things like that. So to bring in a guy who's going to pretty much do what Cater and Henderson do again, but just younger, would be a little bit disappointing. 
It would be. It'd be a little bit disappointing. Like, he's a brilliant player, so I'm not going to have an issue with him as who he is. But I would hope that's why Carvalho's coming. I hope that the evolution of the yeah, new yeah, tactic yeah. to be a bit more possessive and to be a little bit different to how we were, where it's just about engine room and work rate, I would hope that continues. Do you know I what I mean? mean. I, I, would, I, I would hope that continues. And sure, many is back up to a Thiago or a Flacco or plays, if not, or whatever, and not to come in and be the new engine and we're back to work I mean, rate aggression. Are we sleeping on this creativity, though? Because his numbers See, suggest he's more creative. Right. Yeah, but Watching not him the way play. we want him to be. See, here's the thing. I think he's creative <laughs> for, his t- for his team, for the type of players that they have. And I could be wrong here, but for us, <clears throat> I would be a little disappointed if he was the guy that was brought in, like you said, to add that creativity. For me, he's a, he's a robust number six who's got characteristics that can play the eight. So you can adapt his game. But let's say, for example... Um, we're, we're, we're playing Man in fact, let me, no, let me not even say Man City. But let's just say we need to go all out attack. I just, my personal thought wouldn't be sure many and Fabinho should both be starting, even though it could still work. I just think maybe we've got other creative players there. And like your Fabio Carvalho, you can fit the profile. Because I'm not going to lie, as much as I love these robust players that we are linked to and whatever, there's still that part of me, and I don't like to bring up his name, but I wouldn't mind like that type of Bernardo Silva-esque player where they are hardworking players, but they've got that that skill level where they can just open up a game just like that. KDB is one of the hardest players to find because for me, he's a hybrid 8 slash 10. He's one of the, he's a mad hybrid. But it's very rare that you come across those players in midfield that can open up a game. Like your old school Iscos, like, you know them players like that? Technical, like elegance that like under pressure, they can keep the ball and, you know, tight spaces. I like players like that. That's one thing I feel like we miss, but then maybe is our that, injury room don't is need that it. Not Car- is that not Carvalho and Elliot, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it that, is. That's it what is. I'm saying, bro. So I, that's why I'm saying Shumeni hopefully is like coming in to be part of the squad rotation for the further back Harvey's midfield season. and not... like Because if I said to you, boys, and we've said this numerous times, so I know you agree with me anyway, you put Stephen Gerrard in his team and we win everything. But it's not just because of who Stephen Gerrard is. It's because of the position he plays. If Stephen Gerrard was a left-back, we wouldn't feel as much like it's, a, it's the position. And we've all sat here and said, you put Kevin De Bruyne in Liverpool's team, not because you're weakening Man City, but like just because you're what you're doing. We are unquestionably the best team on the planet without a shadow of a doubt. Like there, there wouldn't even, nobody would even question what you said if you said Liverpool's the best team for the last 10, 15 years or whatever, if you just add De Bruyne and put him in our midfield with Thiago and Flacco. Because that is the only thing we're missing in our team. Just that guy, that just that game-changing, attacking midfield-type player. That is all that, we're missing. Could that not be the player that we're potentially looking at for next summer, which we'll speak about another time? I mean, I'm not sure if I know who you're talking uh, no, about. I think but... it. Is, he, is, he, is he British? He's British, but plays in Germany. Yeah, yeah, I know he plays talking about. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I get you, I get you. Talking I mean, about... I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even put him in that bracket with uh, De Bruyne, though. I but still think he's a different type of player to De Bruyne. Well, I'm hoping though? Carvalho comes and be and bees that guy. You look that, like I genuinely, I'm, I'm hoping Carvalho comes and bees that you guy. Yeah, Ger- Gerard and De Bruyne are once in generation players, bro. Yeah, no, which is yeah, why you yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, don't yeah. get them again. But you can try and get the guy who's on the. I think it's like a just a well-known thing. Like, if De Bruyne was to ever play for Liverpool under Klopp, 
Oh. Actually, you see, in the take, and I'm gonna be real. All right, let me ask you like this, actually. Even if you cloned him, Matt, and Man City uh, uh, still had the Bruyne, but we just had him as well. Let me <laughs> ask. Let me, let me <laughs> ask you like this, yeah, just quickly, both of you. Kevin De Bruyne is signing for Liverpool right now, but one of these three midfielders have to go. You got to pick one out of the three: Fabinho, mm. Thiago, or um, or Henderson. Who are you taking out? Jeff, I'll start with you first. Henderson. Cal, you know my answer. All right, let me make it a bit harder because that was too easy. Last one. You got to take up one of these two, Fabinho or Thiago. Who are you taking out? Fabinho. Cal? I don't know. And I'll give my thinking before people think I'm crazy. If you've got De Bruyne and Thiago in our midfield, I don't think we'd lose the ball enough for it to be as big of a deal we don't have a DM. But we still need one. That's why I specifically said them two in the I, end. I that, the DM remember, is important. Remember, we've got Virgin Ibu. We've got Virgin yeah, Ibu, who I would hope can just raise their game and sweat a little bit. You know, they don't really sweat during games. You'd be like, guys, look, we're going to make some sacrifice. We're going to take high. Flacco out of the team and you are just going to sweat a little bit. Yeah. And we're going to have De Bruyne and Thiago in the same midfield. I uh-huh. mean, how often would we lose the ball? Let's keep Here's it off. But... All I'm saying is this. It's never going to happen. But if KDB was to ever play for Liverpool, we genuinely, it almost kind of doesn't even matter who you take out from the midfield. Almost doesn't matter. We clean up, brother. And it's, it's, it's one of them ones. Plus, He's a you, could just, you could just ask Henderson or Cater to try and be a little bit like... Um... Discipline. What's his name was um, at Bayern Munich? Um, Goretzka. I know Goretzka is a bit more defensive minded, but you could ask one of those two to be next to Thiago and do what Goretzka kind of did and let Thiago maybe be deeper and be a deep line playmaker because now you've got De Bruyne. De Bruyne will be able to do a lot more of that link play and like it'd just be ridiculous. It'd be ridiculous. So it'd be crazy. Yeah. And I get through these super chats before we do the last topic in the FPR update. Mm. Jamrock says we expect to surpass two million in kit sales. Phenomenal. That's heavy. Um, Froggy says FSG model will probably cost us two titles minimum. We'll address that at the end of the season. I don't think they can be blamed. Well, they've cost us two titles if you kind of think about it in the past from not giving us the squad to compete. They have, Cal. We can't just sweep them up now because of what they've done now. There are many a times when we should have won stuff and if they did give us one or two players here or there, we would have been able to do better than we did. I can't blame him for 18-19. No, not blame them. But if they'd have given us a better squad, a couple of them draws where players are tired, rotation wasn't possible, would have been a lot better, bro. So I, I, I still believe I, I still believe that's... I think that's harsh on them. Um, Pete Al says, can you add Rice that comparison? I'll do that on another show. I'll do that on another show. If, if the rumours become more like increasing. Um, Jamrock says, need a character metric if there was ever one. Uh, that's a good point as well. We all know how much our, our recruitment look at the uh, character mm. of a player before we sign them as well. Um, Froggy, Klopp interfered in Hendo Milner deals. Why not Genie or Salah? Give that 140k money to Salah. FSG model needs to be updated to today's income. I mean, he did get involved in Genie's one. He did get involved in Genie's one. It just, they didn't come to an agreement. Um, Pete Al says, needs to talk about how we are playing badly in big games other than the 
other than City in the FA Cup. The only big six teams we've beaten in the league is United and Chelsea and Arsenal. So, I mean, we've done the double over Arsenal and United. Tottenham, we've obviously got this weekend. The first game, they should have been down to 10 men. And I think we win that game if they go down to 10 men. Um, <coughs> Chelsea, the first game, I think we played them off the park. But they were down to 10 men and they parked the bus. Second game, we were lucky to come out of that with a draw. The home game against City, I think that could have gone either way. The away game, I slightly say they maybe edged it. I don't think we've been bad against the big six this season, on the whole. I think we were poor in both in both Man City games, though. Over Not in the game. first one, Drift. Yeah, yeah. If Salah doesn't come up with his absolute magic in that game, I don't think we would have got a draw in that game. We weren't really good in that game, bro. In the first we, half... We've got to be honest, second, we weren't. Second half, we were very good, Drift. Salah was very good. No, I can't lie, bro. If it wasn't for Salah, I don't know what would have happened in that nah, game. Nah, second half we were good, Drift. We were good second half, bro. I, I, we were all right. We we're all right. Salah was the was a sensation in that game. Troy M says, sure many skill, area ability, and speed in our midfield next to Fab would unlock so much potential in our full team. Basuma wants to go to Arsenal, throw up. Um, I can't even begrudge him if that's his club that's his club in it and you know what mm. much as I banter Arsenal if they go and get Basuma it will take their, their team up to a completely new level um, Aditya says check Carvalho's goal I'll do that yeah, after the stream yeah yeah it's good goal good goal um, Jamrock says no AFCON for sure many one less body for Basuma very true as well yeah I hear that um, Jamrock says FSG always look for value in their purchase if they believe they can get a player for 40 mil, who can do the same as a 100 mil player, will you get a 40 mil player? Very true as well. Don't have a problem with that, to be honest. Yeah, no. Uh, Jamrock, does Graven Birch have the same type of potential? As sure many, I think they're different. Mm. Graven Birch is not a six. Nah, he's not. He can play yeah. six, but he's not a natural. Um, yeah. Sure many is more of a natural six. Graven Birch is more of an eight. I do understand though, because I've championed Graven Birch for a while. I think he's serious and he still looks like he's going by. And I think from what it looks yeah, like, yeah, obviously, he's stalling a bit, but obviously, know. this is not like the main thing. Obviously, thoughts and prayers mm. to Mina Raiola and his family. Do you think this could potentially change how some of his clients are dealing and how they dealt with going forward, though? Yeah, it's going to be easier now without disrespect. I mean, him. It will be because be a lot of people, a lot we gotta be real, like, but like because he's passed away, we can't lie about the facts. Teams actually didn't deal with his clients because of him. Like they've so, actually come out and actually said it's him we don't want to deal with. All right, so check this out, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate. Literally one word answer. Mm. If Harland was available for the same amount in the summer, but he only wanted maybe 200k a week, would you guys be up for it? 200k, yeah, that's normal money, yeah. Yeah, you take Harland. That's completely home. normal wages, Cal, yeah. You take Harland. I thought you were going to say at least like 400 or something. No, no, I say 200. It, well, it was 500. Let's say let's say it's 300. Would you do 300? I'd do 300, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. do 300. Do you think His ego has been massively inflated now, though. I don't even think it matters who his agent is now. He's feeling himself. Another other issue with it, I got a, I got a, I've got a feeling in a, about three or four years' time now, I might feel about Haaland the way I feel about Ronaldo, where it's like he very much seems like he only I cares about you know. himself. I think Haaland's nah, got he... a very, very um, 
He seems very egotistical. He's, he's 20 years old and he's already feeling himself like this. It's only going to get worse, bro, to be honest. But I disagree, you know. I think he's mm. he's a bit... For me, he seems like a bit of a, jo- like a joker, charismatic person. Ronaldo seems very much of, it's all about me, make sure it's all about me. Whereas he's kind of like, I just love, I'm loving life. Like that's how yeah, I, that I, might I, be because he's only twenty. I reckon Cristiano at twenty probably was a bit more jokey. He's, he's, no, a bit, he's an old man no, now, isn't it? No, he's never been that type of guy, bro. We've always I don't, seen I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Um, Jamrock says, "Drifty, you said this morning that Klopp really meant what he said about having a small squad. Now you saying the opposite. Which one is it?" But first of all, I wasn't even on stream this morning, so I'm a bit confused about that. But um, when I <laughs> when I did say that, um, yeah, because things change, bro. Like Klopp, maybe if Klopp, well, now what I said was maybe it's true that Klopp liked having a small squad, but now he's adapted and is loving having a big squad. So if FSG gave him a big squad earlier, he would have just adapted quicker. We might have achieved more. So you can't really look at it like that. Do you know what I mean? If we'd have given him the squad that we should have given him a while ago, because FSG are doing well now, we can't act like that wasn't what our problem was this whole time. The squad that he should have had. Look how long it took to give Robbo a backup. It took ages. Was it three seasons it took before we got a backup for Robbo? That was too long. We still don't have a backup, well, we do with, with Gomez, but you get what I mean? We still don't have a backup for Trent. That is loads of things that we should have done that we didn't. And I think Klopp would have just adapted quicker. So it could be true that he did like having a small squad, but he was used to being at Dortmund where his players always got taken and whatnot. We should have let him get used to a big squad earlier, man. We should have. We might have won more. Uh, Liverpool 12th man says, Red Wedding, Game of Thrones, or The Walking Dead. And what's MNC working deal in hospital? Uh, I'm not sure what that was. MNC. MNC. I don't if know. Anyone what knows it. what that is? Yeah, I generally don't know. I don't know what the MNC I don't know what MNC is. Yeah, now do I. Guys, uh, just send another message, please, uh, Liverpool 12, man. Even if yeah, it's not a sleeper chat, just to clear that up. You, you, you see what Manuel's just said about um the injuries? Is that being slept on? And are we only really going to notice that if he does come and play in the Prem and then we start seeing that he's not available more regularly than we do because we don't watch the Bundesliga? 14 injuries in two seasons is a lot, you know. It's calm. It's calm. That's, that's a lot. We've got Naby, who's probably had less than that. Liverpool 12th man has just said it's Man City working a deal in, in, in hospitals still. <laughs> All right, no comment. No comment. Allegedly. Um, Mr. Dalsay Drift says, will Ramsey, sure many, be enough? Possibly Adeyemi. Will Ramsey... Man, man. I, I I wouldn't want Ramsey right now. I think he's a bit too wet around the ears. I don't really, I haven't really seen how good he is. I, I haven't really watched him. I don't really know. Is, is Ramsey better than really Elliot? Know. I know they're slightly different positions, but let's be honest. Is he? No. Oh, no. Ramsey's the right back, bro. It's, yeah, it's the right back cover Trent, isn't it? The Aberdeen oh, right back. Thought... Not Jacob. Not Jacob. Not yeah. Jacob. Sorry. Sorry. No, I'm no, thinking no, you're no, talking no. about RK. RK. Say. No. I'm, I'm, the I'm, one I'm from. Elliot. I thought you playing inverted fullbacks now. So I thought you were talking about the Villa. Aberdeen still. Aberdeen. Okay. Yeah. Aberdeen. 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 Yeah. I'm with you now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. 
I don't know much about him, so I don't really. I don't know. I like listen, Adiemi though. I, I think he's a problem still. I genuinely feel like he's a he's someone that we should be signing in, in my opinion. No, no, I've won one more matter on a three. Oh, cool, we move anyway. Uh don't want don't want him either. Pogba's Adeyemi. on a three as well, you know. Pogba's on a three. I take Pogba. You take Pogba <laughs> on a three, yeah. I want Pogba. What's the reverse psychology work now? And the Man United fans are rattling Liverpool and Bell Pogba. Oh my day! Question: Would you have taken um, Rudiger or, or Christian Christensen on no. a three? No, we play a back four. We play a back four, and neither of them are good. Would you in the take back it? Four. Right, let me ask you. Let me rephrase it then. If one of our centre backs left, if that's a big if, by the way, but you know which one I'm talking about. I don't want to bring him up. No. Would you take any one of them as a as as a sub well, supplement in it to supplement the, the, the damage? No. And I'm not even being shady, no. On a free, no? Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Dare I say it says Joe Elegant, Joe Elegant, Joe Elegant, Matip song. I told you I got the Matip song already, guys. You should know this. I've got the Matip song already. Right, not gonna spend on the last long on the last topic, but we do need to discuss it. A certain man might be getting a new contract. I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. James Milner. Right, boys. Milner's touching age still. Had a sick game against Newcastle. Doesn't look like it, though. We all thought he was going to be off. What are we saying, boys? What's our thoughts on this? And again, there's been no sort of inclination that it's going to be a player coach. It's just going to be a player deal. Another year extension. I have no issue. issue. And people can call me sentiment FC all you want. I have no issue with anything the club do to extend James Milner's stay. I have no issue with any of it. Matt, come to you then. I love James Milner. I do. And I think what he's done this season, he's done very, very well. However, if it's not a player coach thing, I do feel like maybe we could bring someone in who is younger, in it? Because we kind of got a... It's one of the ones where you kind of you have to let go. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He is good. And there will always be moments where... Maybe next season, let's say if he didn't sign, but next season we'll go, oh, if Milner was there, like, like his, his tenacity, his leadership. But I do think, though, like, even with, like, Man City, like, Fernandinho, I think he decided to leave as well. Like, I think there's got to be that that time where you kind of go, do you know what? That was the last ride, go out on a high, in my opinion. You don't want to see him have a bad season and then go, we should have got rid of him or, do you know what I mean? I think he goes out on a high. I'd like to see him do that, go out on a high, lads. I don't know about you. Because I do think he's a quality player. However, I just feel like now might be the time, so to speak. I see yeah, the logic I'm... in what you're saying, 100. percent But I'm I think thinking. I think with I, 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 if you look at what he's been asked to do and how he's performed when he's been asked, oh yeah, nothing I, he's done I, wrong. I, right? I genuinely believe it's a very uncomfortable conversation that a lot of people would have to have at the end of the season that James Moon has been our third best midfielder this season. Third, yeah. yeah, I think I think Thiago and Flacco were the only two players you can actually hands down say have oh, performed better than James Milner this season. I disagree with that. What That's about Naby Kate and Henderson? That's fine. Naby Kate, Naby Kate and Henderson have had good seasons, 
But I'm talking about the job that he's been asked to do and when he's played and the performance levels he's given when he's played. I think it's a very strong argument he's been the third best midfielder. But you're doing that because he's because of his age, though. You can't do that. You've got Not to rate just that, bro. I'm saying he's filling in in all positions. He's playing everywhere. He's not the best he's... in the nabbing hendo, though. Bro, it's a conversation. It's, like, it's a conversation. Well, if you go back and you actually look at James Milner's performances when he's played, it's a conversation. But... So... Uh... Not gonna lie, massively disagree. Ah, uh, massively. But fair enough, though. Fair enough. Like I said, it'll make a lot of un- a lot of people uncomfortable. But I mean, are you basing that off his appearances, though, Drift? I'm basing that off of his performances. He hasn't played as much as the others, so I obviously can't do literally game for game. But I, other than the Man City game at home, where it wasn't even bad, but Foden obviously got the better of him. He hasn't let us down this season. Any time he's played. I mean, I thought I don't think he had a good game against Chelsea. He was the best of our midfielders, but well, there you go, bro. So he was still the best one in there. No, 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 no. But just because you're the, he still was like a five or a six. But he was better than the other two, who was Flacco and was it Hendo or Thiago? Yeah, but that's that's one game, though. No, but my point is, even in a game where he wasn't that great, he performed better in that game than other players who are starting players. So what I'm saying is, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. But James Milner has pretty much been. Really good whenever he's been called upon. No, 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 he's been good, but so to say he's he don't let the team then... down in any way. Like, he, he but... does not let the team down in any way, shape, or form. I don't know, but here he what I'm... midfield this season. Yeah, but that's the point I'm making. That's why I think Klopp wants him around because he's a utility player and because he can do so much stuff in the team. He's not just, oh, if he's not playing here, he's not playing. He can do so much. Look, if Klopp wants him around, I don't have an issue with it because I think he's still performing at a high enough level. No, no, no. The Tottenham game at home, bro. Yeah, Yeah, but we can pick up that game from everybody. So I'm not talking about random. I'm just talking about in general, his performances average out probably better than the majority of our other midfielders. Yeah, I I disagree. In in terms of him, so... You don't you think it could potentially be a thing where you're looking at him thinking, is he blocking someone's path to the team potentially if he's still around? Is he, if we're trying to play this progressive football with dynamic dynamism, athletic, mm. athleticism, and creativity, and all these other things in between, is Milner still the guy? Like, forgetting who he is as a person, as a person, no one can say anything on Milner as a leader, a person, etc. But in terms of him, mm. like, all right, the I would have put, this is the best way of me putting it. If Milner wasn't our player and we were linked with him, would we be happy at signing him for one one season? That's a bit different, though. No, but it is a no-drift. That's the way we have to look at it. No, yeah. no, because there's credit in the bank, loyalty right, to a no, player. No, but, All no, those things come into it. They, no, they but, do. No, but People don't like to hear it, but it does. No, but all right, but Drift... We right, can't so hold on to it. If Ox wasn't at the team now, if, Ox, if we were linked with Ox right now, would you be all right with it? No, but Ox hasn't done what Milner's done to deserve the spot that Milner has, though. I mean, arguably, you could say Ox has had just as many good performances as Milner this season. No, I mean, over the course of his career. No, but this isn't about careers. His Liverpool career. So over the course of his Liverpool career, Ox don't even have a sniff on credit in the bank that no, Milner does. So it makes it a different conversation. It, it, but it's not the point, no, Drift. It's about the player. Because we can, if that's the case, we will never lose any player who's been good and a loyal servant to the club. But there's a time where we've got to move on, surely. So, I mean, 
the question no, is... I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing if, if he moves on that it's not the right idea. I'm just saying I have no issue with him staying. None whatsoever. But I'm saying, is it not... Is there not a little bit of an issue if we're sitting here saying if he wasn't at the club, we wouldn't be looking at him. We wouldn't even want him at the club. Not because we don't think he's been a great player over his career or anything like that, but what can he offer Liverpool right now? A lot, bro. Look how brilliant he played three days ago. No, again, one game. I could go back and say the game before that, it wasn't so yeah, good. Yeah, but then that means that you're just shooting down any positive I give to Milner, bro. I'm balancing the argument, bro. I can't. You can't say he's had a good game and I say he's had a bad game. It's balancing the argument, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, but I balance the argument by saying I see you lost point. If he goes, I get it. He's old, younger players need to play. Like I get it. I get you lost point as well. I just have absolutely no issue with him staying because he still performs at a high enough level to not be a liability in any way. Do you get what I mean? So I see you lost point as well. I just I have no issue with him staying whatsoever. Cool, Matt. I've already said what I, what I, what I think about Milner. Um, again, I'll say it one more time. He's done well when he's called upon. He's a massive influence in the dressing room. Like his leadership skills are unquestioned. However, we can't just hold on to man because of what he's done. It's about progressing going forward. Because if that's Definitely. the case, then we might as well hold on to a lot of other men who have credit in the bank. And but if you can see the potential, there's like there's a reason why we get Fabio Carvalho in. We need to freshen it up. There's a reason why we brought brought in Harvey Elliott. I know we were trying with the Morton thing. You've got to move on at certain points in it. He, there's nothing taken away from James Milner and his Liverpool career. Again, go out on a high. One thing I don't want to see, which could easily happen, by the way, he could easily play nowhere near as good as this season. And we're all sitting there going, you see what I'm saying? That's a spot there that maybe someone else could have taken because we waited that little bit longer. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not like... It's not like Milner's 32, 33, 36, bro. About to be 37. And no, no, he just turned in... 36. Oh, sorry, not... sorry. He, he just turned but to be to be at the optimal level in our engine room, for me, the time has passed. Especially if he wants that one-year deal and it's not a coaching thing. Because I said I'll accept the coaching thing, that's fine. Like player coach, that's that's all good. But if it's just strictly playing. It, it it burns me to say it, but we have to let man go, bro. We can't hold on to man because of because of his legacy as much as we would like to. Just a quick one, guys. I think it's a good question from um Hirisos. Um, if Milner goes, who steps in to be our leader, barring obviously Virgil and Hendo, who are captain and vice slash third choice captain? We have quite um, a few captains, although I think yeah. Milner is better than them all. But we've got Robbo, we've got Salah, we've got Mane. There's a few, um, yeah. Tiago might not be a captain, but he'll still lead by example. Like, we do have plenty of players, you know. I think we'd we be all right. But Milner think... is still better than everybody. I think Milner is our second best captain, personally. I think Henderson is first, and I think Milner is second in terms of their leadership and their influence on the, on the players. So, it, I mean, Cal, what, what do you would you actually think? No devil's advocate, would you keep Milner? With a heavy heart, no, I wouldn't. I like when I tell you I love Milner. Like Milner's my guy. I was over the moon when we signed him. So happy he's done what he's done. Like he's surpassed everything I expected from Milner. I like his sacrifice for this team in this era. He goes down as a legend, one of the greats. But I have to look towards the future. Like I'd, I'd, bro, I would hug him. 
and be like, bro, thank you so much for absolutely everything you've done. You're a Liverpool legend. You love the club more than anyone would have imagined you would. But we need to progress now. Fair I would right. try and convince him to take a coaching role, personally. I, I I really do hope he does take a coaching role. Fact, That's I've what I that need. Time, That's what yeah. I want to see. Like, if I see him, yeah. like, I'll be honest, if he went on, was it a coaching role at another club, that would hurt me. Yeah, But yeah. it's a risk I'd have to take. Yeah, I, I I agree, 100%. I'd love to see him do what Stevie did and take their under-18s as well or something and start coaching them, do you know what I mean? But even if he's not the under-18, but even if he's still around at the ground and he's just, he's that mm. guy just learning his craft and... Well, remember, they're at the same game. bit now, Cal, because we've all got everyone in the same thing. Yeah. So even if he's with the youngest, he'd still be in the same vicinity anyway, isn't it? Yeah, like, I just, yeah, I'd love to see that. Um, Jamrock says the Villarreal Liverpool second leg preview this morning was our dream. No, we did the preview. Drifty wasn't on the preview though. Yeah, you, you, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I was confused myself about this morning. Yeah. Um, Liam Kenny says uh, merely to stay with that leadership and utility, then move him to the back room with Jude coming in to replace him in 2023. I like the sound of that. That was like a plan. I don't know. I don't know about this Jude stuff though. Um, <laughs> Liverpool 12th man says it wasn't a joke. Um, Sports, Sports Illustrated, Illustrated reported yeah. that Man City worked on a deal in a hospital. Raw, no. what, what on earth kind of deal would that be? The Domino Raiola one. That's kind of oh, hard. they worked on it. Do you know what? Sorry, I, I don't know if I was being slow. I thought he meant a deal with the hospital, some kind of deal. No, with no, the no, 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 no. Oh, no. we're talking about match. Remember when when 12th man said that right at the end and we looked at each other like, I really hope that's not true because I'm not gonna lie, that is scumbaggery. Yeah, if a man that... is fighting for his life mm. and you still send a man to get him to get contract signed for transfer, that is. Different levels of unethical. That Apparently, is, bad. I mean, it's like, one report, and I'm not. And, yeah, and I hope it's, that's it's, false. I, can't I, hope, I hope it's wrong, but yeah, you're right though. Um, twelve man. I I did see that, and I thought. Did you know about that, Cal? Did you know about that rumor that they sent somebody to still talk to Raiola to get a deal done when he's on his deathbed, bro? I'm gonna be real. God forbid, I was with my family member who was about to pass away. If I did see anyone coming and asking about what, oh, Cal, did you send that? Did, did do you know if he sent the email? I'd be like, bro, do you want to be in the bed next to him? Like, yeah. right. Right. I don't think it's true because I feel like it would have been more widespread. However, I don't want to discredit the report either. I'm just, I'm kind of more hoping that it's not true in it because regardless, like that's just. But I know people will say business is business, but no, sorry, there has no, to be a cut off point. There has to be no, a no, 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 no. If that, that was one of my family members and someone I said, said first, like, that, I'm just here to madness. check to see if so and so sent an email, I'd be like, okay, mm. come let me come let me find out for you. How yeah. does how does how does the floor look from this height? Okay, you know, like, <laughs> you know, Gary said, you really see what Matt is saying about Milner, but I think it takes so much pressure of Hendo in the dressing room, a player coach role for sure. Yeah, that is true. So, well, Virgil takes that pressure as well, I think. Yeah. Um, Joe LFC says Milner should have been sent off versus City at Anfield. I agree. To be fair, mm. Milner was playing at right back, though, isn't he? Yeah. And he still had a good game other than the foul uh, that was that was uh, a red card. Uh, it's one of the ones where you kind of yeah, but you kind of ignore let's be real though. Can I just be that was a bad game for him? Yeah, no, but not only that 
Second half, bad, was he bad, was good though. So, like, first half, he got ripped to pieces. Second half, he was good in the second Klopp, half. Though. Yeah, that was. I'm yeah, being I don't honest. That's a bad move. Clock threw him under the bus. There, you yeah. can't <laughs> expect Milner to keep up with no, Foden. It's, it's real, like, uh, no, 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 I, I get it. I get it. If Fernandinho played the whole the whole thing against Vinicius, the whole game. No, it wasn't yeah, the whole game. But put it no, I'm saying if he did. This, this is where I blame Klopp for that. And look, Milner had a bad game that day. That's a bad man. If I play Thiago, Flacco, Hendo, Naby at right back against Full Foden, it's going to look like a crime scene. In the same way, it looked like a crime scene with Milner. That wasn't Milner's fault. That was solely on Klopp. Mm. Like, he took one for the team, literally. Seven. Literally. Base face in space says, "Who's gonna slap Simi?" If he's... <laughs> <laughs> he turns off. You, know? you see Milner run onto the pitch when the physio is doing something. Well, why is Milner on the pitch? Oh, oh my god! He just he just slapped Costa. Funny thing is, the only other person that will slap him is a player he plays instead of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamrock says it's about the next five years, not the previous five. I hear that as well. Yeah. I hear um, that. LF, sorry, Liverpool 12th man says SIA Sports Illustrated for abbreviation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. So Sports Illustrated, they're not even, they're not exactly somebody you can't listen to what they're yeah, saying, they're not right? small time still. Yeah, mm. that's a bit mad still. Ash says, delight, delight your head wobble, one year extension. More than happy for man to retire at the club. League Cup captain next year. The odd league appearance, I've got no issue at all. I hear that side of it as well. Mm. I respect that. No, I fully do. I fully and at his age, that. I think he'd be more than willing to accept 10 games will probably be all he'll get next season. But mm. he'll probably yeah. play brilliant in the games he plays. This is a bloody difficult one. Uh, 0809 Mash and Chabby or 2122 Flacco and Tiago. I can't ah. lie, it's 2122 Fab and Tiago for me. <sighs> I don't even know this one. I generally don't know because you want to know something. Mascherano wasn't yeah, he was, he was demon. He was a he see, we talk about Flacco's lateral movement. Yeah, <laughs> it's not an issue with Mash at all, bro. Mash used to hunt man down. Used to hunt, oh, Mash would be real. on the pitch like this, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> bro it's crazy. Do you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to in the game. I'd like oh to do my. Mash and Thiago. I think that would be the best combination of those four players. I actually don't think it would work as well. In the same way, I don't think Flacco and Chabby would work as well. You don't think so? Mash Flacco being an and ultimate destroyer and then just passing the ball to Thiago. Like, just doing all the destroyer and then just give the ball to Thiago. But if you watch Flacco and Thiago, they, they pop the ball one-twos quite elegantly between each other. Yeah, they do. they do. They do. Yeah, I yeah, don't. I real. actually don't think you can cross-match them. That's what I think is a bit mad. Yeah, because Xabi Alonso and Thiago won't work. Mascherano and Fab won't work. I don't think Mash and Thiago works. Chabi and Thiago. I I, 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 do, I, I think it works. Bad. I do think it works. I do think Mash and Thiago works. I can't. I don't know. Because Mascherano ain't no dead passer of the ball. No, no, of course not. No, of course not. not. He played for Barca at that and was, yeah. you know, he got to be able to pass if you play for them. He's man. still capable of popping little one twos with Tiago yeah, in but that midfield. Wasn't as good though. We'll say that though. Like he, he wasn't as good as passing at, as Flacco, but still no, more than much able. better. Yeah, Flacco's yeah, yeah, much yeah, better yeah. than him at passing, but he's still good enough to be able to play with Tiago though. Like yeah. Xabi Alonso's my guy, you know. Oh, Alonso, 
Shoei M says, Milner after sleep, slapping, screaming at Simicas after slapping him, shouts like Will Smith, keep my forward out your fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> keep my forward out the fucking box. box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Milner probably would scream something like that. Ah, <clears throat> uh, So to end it, Milner, extension one year, yes or no, Drift? Yeah. Matt? No. I'm not answering. I'm getting these splinters. <laughs> I'll take don't, them out later. Don't cop out. Nah, bruv, I'm, I'm catching these splinters, bro. I'll take them out later. I'll go to the doctors and be like, yep. Yeah. I was sitting on that fence a really long time and they never sanded it down, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, Jamrock says, I was talking about the Bruyne potential for Graven Birch. Oh, nah. With all due respect to Graven Birch, nah. Not no, in my no, opinion. No, no, no. Not like that. The Bruyne no. I saw from early, man. When he was Not at like Wolfsburg, you, I was know, like, you never know, though. No, nah. nah, when he was at Wolfsburg, he was doing a no, nah, he was, he was, he was. But he, he was still, was. he was still about 22, 23 at that time, though, wasn't he? So he but still had different... a couple extra years' experience on what Graven Birch has now, though. But they're different players, though, as well. Kenny Beats is an assist monster, Yeah, yeah, they are different type of players. Because <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, didn't De Bruyne even play wing in his younger days as well? Like, he was a yeah. winger, wasn't he? He played yeah. a bit of wing as well. Yeah, yeah. he is a totally different player to Graven Birch. Oh, De Bruyne is just an assist monster, Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> um, you got Aaron doing it now as well, you know, Cal. <laughs> yeah, in the group, didn't you? <laughs> I did see, I did see. After did yesterday's see. game, he came in the group. Yeah, uh, I said, seen mad stat, not sure if accurate, that we have dropped 20 points this season and 16 where uh, get were games Thiago didn't play. I, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I heard something like that as well, yeah. Um, Troy M., Summer show doing all time underrated 11. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Me, yeah. I like that. Big up yourself. I, I like the Premier League draft as well. That would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Right, guys, mm-hmm. our favorite time of the show. Mark, as I said, I ain't calling no PL. I'm in the mud with this one. Um, Bob, I'm. I'm in the mud. Let's not talk about FPL, bro. <laughs> FPL, oh. I'm sliding. Let's sliding. have a look. <laughs> All right, because you guys see that. Yeah. Marcus is still in the lead. Marcus He's is moving like City, bro. Bro, he's moving like Thanos, bro. Forget City, bro. Nah, he's the got, gap's yeah, getting yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. every week. No, I shrank a he's little bit this week. Look, he shrank a little bit this week. No, his, his game bro. week was... But he's actually, if I'm not mistaken, like the gap's actually bigger than what it was last oh, week. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Canal up to second. Routon up to second as well. Poundland G- FSG has dropped. Glamour Boys in fifth. Mark A. Mark. <laughs> So to buy Edwards in seventh, Redemption FC up to eighth. I job to share F in ninth. Lockdown FC in tenth. 
Not a sweat FC down to 11th. Bossing Puddlefoot up to 12th. The 12th man down to 13th. Not Jota Clue. Isaac is in 14th. And... Is that Liverpool 12th man? Just let me know, bro, if, that, if that's you or if it's just someone with a similar name. And then in 15th place, the great one, Jamil. Um, great one. Scoop. Ah, scoop. Oh. Scooping up. Ah, moving like I don't even know if Scoop was even moving. I'm like, not even gonna lie. Scoop was Scoop was top for about eight weeks, nine weeks. Scoop yeah. was top for a while still. It's a marathon, not a sprint, though. Uh, Shawnee's in eight. Big up Shawnee. Hey, big up my like Shawnee and Come eight, on, yeah, Shawnee. it's like you, brother. Um, I see what you're doing, NFC twenty one says we've conceded more offside goals than legal ones. Yeah, that's mad. Still. I'm not surprised. I'm not for surprised. real. I'm not, you know. I'm surprised. Don't give me Joe base face. Like, show us your lineup. You know, it's like I was to start teeth and playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even blaming, bro. Do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I remember when um, I can't remember. I was getting the same result as somebody every week, and I remember and I checked realized, their team and they and, exactly and they, the they literally copy my. I was like, you son of a bitch. I'm hating people do that. You know, you're thinking like, I'm going to think outside the box. Then you see the other person knowing that they didn't have that. They obviously looked at mm. yours, bro. I mean, is that not thinking outside the box? <laughs> no, no it's the thing. Because he had the lead, he yeah, knew that he if he's got the same players as me, I can't actually catch him because we'll get the same points. <laughs> nah, that's, that's scumbaggery, bro. That's thinking that outside the box. Bro. That is scumbaggery, bro. <laughs> That's scumbaggery, Carl. Come on. Do you want me to be Massive. real with you, lot? Wait, is that the type of thing you... <laughs> Come on, I reckon, Carl, we... I reckon every week, Carl looks at our teams. I'm not even joking. No, I don't. Probably, I've wanted to, but I don't. I have no, looked at no one's team, bro. bro. Even, even if I respect the hustle, you can't really feel that good about your victory when you know you didn't legitimately get it. Speak for yourself, Drift. I did. I got a lead and then I just matched you until the end of the season. Yeah, but that, but no, but then that means you didn't maintain the league legally, though, did you? How is it illegal, though, bro? No, it's legal, it's but not it's illegal, just... But it, no, it's, it's Come on, man. It's immoral. It's unethical. Yeah, it's unethical. Why? It's immoral. Come it? on, man. No, because do your own thing. Don't be looking at my thing. Do your I thing, mean, bro. I'm not... I'm not do that, your thing, innit? No, no, no. Whoever no. that person was, tell them. Personally, I rate them still. Nah, they were moving mad. <laughs> I'm not going to no, lie, they were moving just, just mad. Like, yeah, seeing our other league, I hope you finish fourth. I hope you stay there. <laughs> I, I you rate stay it. There. I'm not going to lie. I fully rate it. I really do. <laughs> uh, but people, we are going to be back tomorrow night. Live match against Villarreal. If you haven't Real. already, make sure Big you head game. over and check out the preview for the game. It's already gone out so make sure if you haven't watched that to catch up on that before tomorrow's game we're also going to be um, available straight after the game for a live match reaction hopefully we'll be celebrating getting to our third Champions League final under Klopp in five seasons incredible statistic if that happens and on Wednesday we should have the Tottenham preview for you Prem panel show Thursday Calling show Friday. Saturday will be Tottenham watch along and post match as well Guys, you pretty much got a full week of us. Yeah, it, 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 it don't stop, never stop. Can't stop. We don't even know how to stop. Uh, Clay says, Matt, do you yeah. think UEFA should ban should do an All Star NBA setting? Yeah, that'll be cool. I just, I don't know if they'll ever do it, but that will be kind of cool though. Like, like a 
North versus South thing or whatever. Or yeah, that'd be kind of cool if they did that. That'd be kind of sick. We gotta do that as well. That's a that'd video I did. North versus South. Yeah, man, that'd be sick. Still, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Um, I don't know how Miss... South stands a chance, but we'll chop it up when we do it. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Dasaidrif says we've conceded one more goal than we have. What's CS goals conceded in the EPO? That can't be right. We conceded one more I'm goal. I'm trying to figure out exactly we have what conceded you mean. in the whole EPL. Huh? What? No? What? Yeah, I don't. Eh? I'm not gonna lie, guys. Your abbreviations are a bit mad sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little stuck on that one, bro. Oh, clean, clean sheets. Clean, oh, clean, clean sheets. Sheet. Sorry, my bad. Oh, so we've conceded one more much goal. Dan, clean sheets. Okay, makes sense. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, hold on. Don't. Entire. How many clean sheets have we got in all competitions? 20. It's like we got twenty in all. Prem. Yeah, I knew yeah. it. Was I don't like, know. No, I think in all, I'm thinking all comps it might be like thirty or something. It's a lot. I remember right. it being a lot. League okay. Cup off the top of my head. First leg we won two one. Second leg was Preston two 0 So that's one. Then it would have been Leicester. We didn't obviously keep a clean sheet. The two Arsenal games were clean sheets, and the Chelsea game was a clean sheet. So that's four in the final. So that's four more. So that's twenty four. Mm. FA Cup first leg. Oh, someone said it, Cal. Thirty-one out of fifty-one. Oh, thirty-one man. out of thirty-one out of fifty-one. Yeah, I knew so it was coming, thirty clean sheets. Yeah, yeah, still. Um, <laughs> uh, make me thirty-one sweat. clean sheets out of fifty-one. That is impeccable. You That's know? a lot of clean sheets, man. That's yeah, bro. Sheets. That is impeccable. Oh. I can't lie. That is hella laundry. Clean as a whistle. That's what we like to see. But people, we are going to be back tomorrow, so make sure you smash the like button. Again, if you weren't able to catch this show live and you can't even catch it on YouTube, it will be available on podcasts as well. So anyone who can't watch it on YouTube, guys, please let your friends and family know they can listen to it on podcast as well. Also, guys, what am I going to say? Follow us on social media. Let's get these follows up on social media. We've got almost 25,000 of you guys following us here. We'd love to have similar numbers on social media. So please make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as well. Matt Drift, anything you want to say to the people before we take them out? I just want to Roll ask on you tomorrow. one quick question. Roll on Do you tomorrow. think Chelsea will drop out of the top four? No. No, no. Okay. No. But no. if they they'll do... Just, they'll just... Chelsea! 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 And I, I want Reed they'll... James. Just to put it in perspective, they're five no, points me. above. They're, they're five points above Tottenham, three points above Arsenal with four games to go, and their form is horrendous. Yeah, yeah I think they'll, they'll scrape it in. They'll scrape through. They'll just. Get it's through. weird though because they'll beat Burnley four 0 then lose, then they'll smash Southampton six 0 then lose. So it's yeah, like, they are weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah and they'll put they up are, a massive yeah. fight against us as well. Like oh yeah, let me tweak it a little bit. Will they finish below Arsenal? No. <laughs> They're only three points behind. Same game played. You I know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. All depends on that North London derby for me. That's the one. If Arsenal win that North London I, derby, I, I think Arsenal will win it. You know, Matt. I do. I think they will win the North London derby. Yeah. yeah. Seem to have luck on their side at the moment. Big up to them. Big up to them. Lee. Big up to them. But no, thank it's you. It's going to be funny watching Arsenal in the Champions League anyway. 
It will be hilarious. You ever seen um, a kid play man's football? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hilarious. And I'll bless everyone you want. Jokes every week. Till we see you next time. Stay safe, stay blessed. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Eid Mubarak. We are Coppish and we are out, people. Take care. Peace. Tomorrow. Oh,